All right. What's up, everybody? This is Ostin. Back at you with another uh, book of Ostin. We're on the business of detours today. Um, and I have my buddy Jaron Knoll from the Dino Climbing Company here today. What's up? Yo. So, Jaron, uh, you own the Dino Climbing, Climbing Company. And how long have you had this? Um, I really started working on it like two years ago. And we started developing different formulas and stuff to try to get what we wanted. And we've only been on the market since uh, I think we launched in March. Oh, wow. Nice. So yeah. It's very new. Well, it really looks like it's a pretty well buttoned up company. Like it, yeah. Like I mean, that was doing. part of the process, and it was so slow to formulate everything to get the supplements right that I had time to make it look like it was uh, the real deal before it actually yeah. hit. So, yeah. <laughs> nice. Well, that's good. A lot of people just kind of go in all willy nilly. Yeah, just... I kind of got to skip that infancy stage because it was taking so long. But yeah, well, that's good. Out. I mean, it came out pretty good. So yeah, yeah did uh, did COVID have anything to do with that? Uh, but they being slow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean, you would uh, find a manufacturer, and then you'd figure out what their MOQ was, and if you could, well, that was hard enough as is because most of it's heavy capital intensive to get into it. Mm-hmm. But if you could find the right one, then you'd work with somebody, give them your formula, then they'd ship you out a sample. Mm-hmm. And anything you wanted to tweak on that, it was like – Eight weeks at a time, eight weeks at a time, eight oh, weeks geez, at a time. Dude. So if you go through like four or five, you're, I mean, it just, it's a time suck. Yeah, no doubt, dude. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that whole thing was just, it was insane yeah. for all kinds of businesses. I've talked to a couple of different guys and like, it hits every business in such a different but yeah. inconvenient way, you know? Yeah, and I'm sure some of them that if you were already going, you could probably keep the momentum going as well, but trying to jump into the market at the time. Oh, was, yeah, because uh, you jumped right in there. At yeah. The, yeah, I, I just uh, changed work, and so I went from there, moved at the same time, so it was just a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> yeah, geez, dude, what, um, you were moving here to? Uh, uh, to yeah, I moved uh, up to Plano. Oh, right on, but so was, you were here before? Uh, I, I was down in the Fort Worth area, yeah, okay. yeah. Hmm. So we uh, moved up there, and that was whenever we thought the housing market was bad, <laughs> before <laughs> what it turned into, it ended up being, like, awesome whenever we bought, but... Nice, we, yeah. Yeah, we bought just... A complete fixer upper that the seller wanted like budge on, so that's the only reason we were able to buy it. And so I spent like the next year just putting remodeling. In work on the and, house. Yeah, it, yeah. So it took a lot of time away from the company before mm-hmm. we launched, but Aww. worked out now. Yeah, that's awesome, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah, you got to keep that positive outlook on it, yeah. man. What's up, buddy? Yo, <laughs> that's the guy from uh, the Central Arts, the other oh, okay. nonprofit connected over yes. there. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's just walking through over here at uh, the Awareness Project right now. They got their I love this place, dude, with all the, the books and, like, uh, the, just their whole message yeah. is awesome, dude. It's like a dream library here. Yeah, literally. And, like, you walked up and you're like, are we going into the uh, to the grocery store Yeah, right now? it's a very misleading entrance. It's, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It looks like it's very much under construction, which I guess the back, ha- back half is. But Definitely is, yeah. It's cool. Yeah, but they're working on it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but, so, uh, before we go, um, I do want to kind of give you a little bit of a rundown. So, basically... The detours of business is the whole idea of I have the uh, the life of detours, which is where I just kind of sit down and like bullshit with people and like mm-hmm. kind of get their life stories based on kind of the idea that I had whenever I wrote my book of like uh, just all these little um, twists and turns and these detours that kind of lead you to be where you are exactly right now, you know, and like sitting here doing this podcast with me. But whenever it comes to business, um, it like so it has so much to do with you and like the way that you were 
like Ray has brought through, and then like you finally found found this thing, and then that thing has its own detours that lead you to where that's at. No, it's very appropriate the detours aspect. Yeah, on yeah. that journey, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. scenic route for sure. <laughs> oh yeah, dude, everything is man, but it all adds up, and then you end up here, you know. And I think it seemed like you're having a good time at least. No, yeah, it's working out. You're, uh, I don't know. I guess if you're ambition, if you're ambitious, you're never where you want to be, mm-hmm. but you're always better than you were yesterday for the you, yeah. you know yeah if it was like if you were taking an account of it right now you could yeah. be happy with what you do have yeah i mean like your podcast you uh you know still new to the game but it's still better than it was the first episode and oh hell yeah dude it's so I much know, better like yeah growing and growing and growing and it's like it, that's just the shittiest part is whenever you're first starting out and like mm-hmm. trying to figure out if your idea and your whole like, am I gonna process, be able to it's do like this? it's part of your identity whenever you put all that effort into it. Yeah. So it's like, is it going to be approved or is it going to be rejected mm-hmm. by everybody? So do you still have like, uh, so I still have it where it's kind of like the podcast is one of the main things that I just talk about all the time. Are you the same way with Dino? Um, yeah. I mean, I, it's very much so being part of my life and mm-hmm. we're doing, uh, I mean, most of my business, it's all e-commerce and direct-to-consumer, so all from the website or it's events, which mostly events is where all the sales come from, so it's right just me being behind the table, at almost like trade show lifestyle. Oh, yeah, So dude, it's, a, yeah. it's very busy, but it's, yeah. Yeah, so you're just dude. constantly out yeah. there just talking to people about it. Yeah. yeah, which works out because your sales pitch gets better and better and better every oh, time. Sure. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and you seem like you have the you have the uh, mannerisms for it, and maybe the temperament, probably too. Yeah, it's definitely learned. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's working out now. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So uh, I do want to say just thank you, absolutely for so uh, Jaron and the Dino Company are the only like real official sponsor of the podcast, and. Uh, Honestly, I've been kind of wondering about this. I was going to go back through our messages and kind of figure out where this all started because I started going to Dino Rock over in Arlington, right? Mm-hmm. And then I don't know if I followed you or if you followed me on Instagram, and then it's just kind of like grown from there. Um, yeah, I'd probably stalk you on Instagram because, I mean, it's most of Dino's business comes from social media, mm-hmm. and Instagram is one of those to where you can – be sitting at home with your family and you can still go out and pretty much give a thousand people a handshakes a day. Yeah. <laughs> like kind of, you, know, you kind of get an idea of what they're into. So mm-hmm. you were probably tagged in something in one of the local gyms. And so it just makes sense. It's yeah. an easy one to kind of say, Hey, what's up? We're here. This yeah. is a, we exist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's the main thing is just getting people to take a look, man, mm-hmm. because you're just casting that line out as many times and as you And then can. you go hit a different gym and somebody will walk by and be like, Hey, I saw you on, Instagram, like, tell me more about it from somebody that who may not have approached you before from yeah. different things. So, and then you got to be ready for that elevator right. pitch. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's been, yeah, trying to define it. Yeah. There you go, dude. Yeah. But so, uh, before we go any further, if you do want to try um, the beta, the this badass pre workout that they have, dude, you can use the code OSTEN. That's O S T E N at checkout and get fifteen percent off. You know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it's a yeah. It's been weird trying to figure out because what I want whenever I was building this, I wanted it to be something that was predominantly on focus and give yeah. you that mental aspect, that mental edge. And but I wanted it. All I knew was a pre workout. Mm-hmm. So I'd see people at the gym with their shaker bottles everywhere. Yeah, and everybody's got this stuff that's loaded up with like vitamin B three and shit ton of caffeine and yeah it's not something you want whenever you're working on that 
tiny dexterity movements and uh-huh. maybe <laughs> Especially you don't want to, yeah, you don't be shaking dude. or anything like that. So that's one thing about pre-workout that's always got me too. Is like, it makes me tense up a lot mm-hmm. and like, you can't have that like with my forearm, especially being fairly new to climbing. Yeah. Like I just don't have it built up yet, dude. Yeah. So it was a, it seemed like an easy market to get into, but it was at the time it seemed so niche and I'm thinking now that it's not, but I mean, we're. Uh, we're I mean, still it still kind of is, but it's it's more prevalent than you would think. Yeah, think, right. Yeah, because I mean, I think a lot of people that do get interested in it are probably coming into the climbing gym for the first time, and yeah. so who knows? Maybe they're just you know getting right at the beginning stages of their climbing journey or mm. that different lifestyle. Yeah, and it's also I feel like it appeals to a lot of people that uh, hadn't really worked out before too much, mm-hmm. like just regular gym wise, and so yeah. they're not kind of inclined or they just don't have any knowledge of like what pre-workout is or does or anything like that so yeah and you, you keep on calling it pre-workout and that's because i have it labeled as a pre-workout for climbers gotcha, on there yeah. but it's so much more like i said it whenever i was trying to build it 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 ended up i wanted it to be what you would like kind of call a smart pre mm-hmm. but it ended up being just a nootropic stack so oh, all, nice. yeah, yeah. all uh, supplements to give you that cognitive benefit that cognitive gain give you that focus and that kind of that flow state while you're climbing and the caffeine paired with the L-theanine, those two together are just a, kind of like a happy coincidence that yeah. it works out as the same ingredients that you would get in pre-workout that don't give you that shakes and jitters. But whenever you throw in some more things in there, like the natural vasodilators, it really gives you that edge and draws out the energy boost. And gives What's you more. the, what vasodilator do you use? Like L-arginine uh, or something? Uh, or? We use L-citrulline and beetroot powder. Oh, nice. And so, yeah, that's, from watermelon and then from beetroot and those open up the veins and get promote more oxygen flow going to your brain. So you're not as mentally fatigued. And then you also don't get pumped out as much while you're climbing. Yeah. Oh dude. Yeah. Cause, uh, like, uh, as whenever I checked out your website, like everything is, it's all like, it's all natural. And, yeah. Like, I wanted like to 10, hear a lot more about 10 that. simple, all natural ingredients. So mm-hmm. I didn't want to do anything weird because you get so many supplement companies out there. They're so shady and you get reading ingredients. It's like proprietary blend. Yeah. Like, well, the hell is like that? Like whenever they say natural yeah. ingredients on a on a food I mean, label. Like some people think of it as, you know, keeping their ingredients tight to their chest because it's their secret sauce. But most of the time <laughs> it's just they don't want to tell you what some shady stuff. Exactly, yeah. yeah. That's why you see like the ebbs and flows of different, you know, pre-workouts on the shelves. Like this one gets banned from this reason. And it's for real though, yeah. yeah. Some of them have actually like killed people though. Yeah. yeah. And that's one thing, like I've never really been – huge on pre-workout because uh first off back whenever i was working out a bunch first thing i would have to do is i would have to go take a shit whenever i would take it and then i would have like whenever i'd go out to actually do the workout if i took the wrong one like i remember there was one called hyde i think it was or something like that oh uh yeah uh dr jekyll mr hyde yeah or or mr hyde or something like that like major heart like cramp up basically yeah. like it was way too much and i was like there were so many times like that i've taken pre-workout and i've just had to go home like I'm, yeah. i can't even work out right now yeah i remember that whenever c4 was like first starting to hit the market mm. and people would think that it's good stuff because you could feel it yeah and i was like that's <laughs> not necessarily like the case but i mean a lot of people buy into that that if i can't feel it if i'm not like shaky jittery like jack then i it's not working. Yeah, which isn't. That's not and good. That is not what I wanted with this at all. I've, I like taking beta because it's I can take it on an empty stomach in the morning mm-hmm. and go to gym, and you're not going to have those jitters or anything. Yeah, so. that's awesome. And it keeps man. you going. 
And it tasted good. The one that uh, I had my buddy order, he gave me a couple of, like, he gave me a little baggie out of it, dude. And, like, mm-hmm. it actually tasted really good. It was the uh, the Bigfoot Berry, I think it was. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I actually, I didn't have a scoop with it, so I was kind of eyeballing it. And I'm pretty sure I did what looked to me like too much, but, like, I didn't have any problems with it, dude. Yeah, you can go a little heavy on it. That was another thing, too, is we don't, we don't do scoops with them at all. So mm-hmm. everything's one tablespoon. Yeah. So it seemed that, I mean, whenever... I was thinking about doing this. I would open up one of my pantries and or my pantry, and there would just be big old protein jugs and pre workout jugs, and it's just big ass heavy plastic things, yeah, with plastic scoops that get tossed every single mm-hmm. month. Those single use plastics, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's not single use, but it thirty days is pretty much single use. Yeah. So we wouldn't. It's still a we went as minimalist on the packaging as we could, mm-hmm. and then no scoops. Everything's one tablespoon. So I had to like it, the first few renditions of a. Beta were loaded with a whole lot more. Yeah. <laughs> and it was hard getting it down to one tablespoon. Oh, yeah. So whenever, because I wanted it to be something that everybody would have in their house. So everybody's got a tablespoon. That you don't need a scoop. You don't have to buy one for me. You don't have to go buy one anywhere else. You yeah. just use what you got. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, it works out. It just seems like, yeah, it's just kind of a waste, dude. Yeah. You know? Yeah, just adding to the landfills, basically. Yeah. yeah. So we're trying to at least start off on the right foot with it. I think we've still got a long way to go with their... Uh, environmental impact and things we can do better on but i I think we're doing all right so far yeah definitely and i mean just those little things everybody can do you know yeah it's an easy one to start off with and then i I think just thinking about those things in the beginning is a a big improvement over mostly what's out there yeah for sure Yeah, yeah and just the idea of using the nootropics and the uh the natural forms of things mm-hmm. it's just that's really good man because a lot of those are just it's all chemical yeah basically yeah yeah it throws some people off too because it's like i said it's got the beetroot in it and so whether it's the pina colada or the bigfoot berry everybody sees the bigfoot berry as the uh like red package so they expect red powder mm-hmm. then they open up the pina colada and they're expecting yellow powder like wait I thought you said this was the berry. Yeah. It's, like, it, it's the, no, it's the pina colada. It's like, well, you gave me the berries. Like, no, no, it's all the same. It's all kind of red. Like, I would yeah. have to, it's like, I would have to dye this to make it yellow. So anytime you see something that it's yellow coming out and it's got something as strong as beetroot in it, that yeah. you're not going like, to change that color at all. Mm-hmm. So it's been dyed and tampered with. And it's like, that kind of defeats the whole purpose of being natural. Right. Just yeah. Like, once it's been stepped on yeah. so many times, you know? Yeah. So once you get past that little uh, bridge, then it's. I don't know. It's easy to think about. Yeah, but it's like you got to explain that to them. That yeah, that's the only thing. So it's just another conversation. Unfortunately, yeah, you know, a lot of people don't. I don't. know. It's just. It's so weird because a lot of people don't understand the way that. Like, uh, like especially like I mean, oranges. Those don't. Those didn't start out as orange. Like little things like that. Yeah. Like things that have been changed or genetically altered. Yeah, bananas to be what they that are. we buy in store are not. Like what you would get anywhere else. Definitely yeah. not. Yeah, and then corn, I think it is, has been stepped on so much that it's not even like we don't even digest it. Yeah, there's anymore. a lot of weird like studies and books about history of corn and how far back it goes, <laughs> and, like yeah. how far off we've come. Like it's like jumbo corn that we have now. Yeah, just dude. like not natural <laughs> at all. Yeah, yeah, but I think there has been a, a big movement kind of going back in the other direction, and I think you're mm-hmm. kind of taking a few steps. Yeah, I mean, like. Talk, Talking about just going natural on it, and I'm, people don't even pay attention to what they're eating at all. No, not at all, dude. Yeah. yeah. So it's like it's, it almost makes it a hard sell because it's like you're you're doing something good for them, mm-hmm. but they're like, I don't, I don't care. Yeah, that's another bridge across. Whenever uh, somebody takes it for a while, and they're just like, I, I, I don't, I don't feel it. Like it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. 
because they don't feel that jacked and they're expecting the, it's like, did you feel tired though? Yeah. I like, no. It's like, well, were you like focused? Like, were you dialed in or were you uh, kind of, you know, spastic and going everywhere else? Like, no, I don't think I was. It's like, okay, so it's working. I mean, just because like just you don't feel your vitamins that you take every day in the morning or you should be taking every day in the morning doesn't mm-hmm. mean that the vitamins aren't working. Right. True. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It should be subtle, really. Yeah. Yeah. It shouldn't, it shouldn't really, like, just smack you like some of those do. Maybe. Right. Yeah. But I will say the one time, that, or the two times that I've taken it, those were the longest climbs that I've done. Yeah, I think that's a big part of, like, the vaso, the natural vasodilators is it really, uh, you know, opens up the veins, gets more oxygen flow into it. You're not pumping out. You're not getting that lactic acid build up, and mm-hmm. you're not uh, it's mentally fatigued, like I said. Yeah. So, and yeah. the little bit of creatine helps, too, so it gives you more fuel for the mind. Mm-hmm. There yeah. you go. Yeah. Yeah, because that's one thing I've noticed about climbing. Because I've only been climbing for what, like three months or so. How long have you been going? Um, I mean, most of my life, it's been really hard. The last probably like eight years. Mm-hmm. I'd say hard. I've been consistent like the last eight years. Oh, right on. Yeah. But the uh, I don't know we I, I grew up uh, close to Paladora Canyon up in the Panhandle. Nice, dude. I love that place. And. So all the, the little camps that you would go to over the summer was always, like, rappelling or climbing the canyon or doing some climbing wall. Wow. And then I kind of, well, I didn't really do any climbing until uh, uh, the military and did a bunch of, like, mountain warfare courses and oh, right stuff on. along that nature and kind of revitalized that passion there mm-hmm. and been going pretty consistent since then. Whoa, dude, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I see, and it's like it's – there's so many little, like, techniques and stuff that I just don't know. So whenever I hopped in my first day, I realized, like, I don't have the grip strength that mm-hmm. I at all thought that I had. And then I didn't even know how to plan the route that I wanted to do, you know. Like, yeah. there's, like, little, like, hip switches and, like, foot, like, yeah, things to that you need to be able to beta, do. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all, it's so much more mental than it is physical. Yeah. Well, I mean, the grip strength's a big part, too. Like, Definitely. you hit a plateau real quick if you don't have build up that finger strength and that grip strength. Yeah. Yeah, because you see people, like, uh, like, I'll see people grabbing these tiny little, mm-hmm. little bitty grips are the ones that aren't even, like, there's not even an edge on it for yeah. you to grab, and they're literally, like, yeah, hanging, like, one you'd be crims. Yeah, they all, uh, they suck. They all take practice to figure it out. <laughs> I mean, from the outside, people would look at my physique, you know, a little bit jacked, and they think, oh, you must be a great, they're said. like, oh, you, you, you might be a, you're, you're probably a great climber. It's like, you're not going to fall. It's like, no, that's not the way it works. It's yeah. complete opposite. Because <laughs> yeah. the people are good at climbing, they look at me and it's like, nah, you could probably lose 30 pounds. It's like, yeah. And then I'd be a lot better. <laughs> yeah, because you are carrying a little bit of weight yeah. up there for sure, yeah. Yeah, the gravity's fighting against me there. Oh, absolutely, dude. A lot of the best climbers that I've seen up at Dino, they're like real like real skinny mm-hmm. guys, you know, like real yeah. long and skinny. Yeah. Yeah, they got forearms the same size as their buys. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dude, yeah. <laughs> Definitely don't have any uh, weight south of the – not their chest for the most part. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the legs don't have a lot going on down there. Yeah. yeah. But they can also, like, fold themselves in half and stuff, dude. Like, Yeah, yeah, very flexible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, flexible and flexibility and that grip strength are crazy. Yeah, and then reach definitely helps, I've noticed. Um, so I go with my girl, Kristen, and uh, she's, like, 5'3", I think it is. And, like, she, like I'll be tell, like I'll do a climb and I'll kind of tell her, like, what I did, and she's like, I literally can't reach that. Right, like, yeah. Yeah, you're probably 
right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm six, four, you know, got a big old ape index. Yeah. So <laughs> I, uh, I can reach a lot of stuff that I shouldn't be. And that makes me a better climber than what <laughs> I should be too. Oh, right. Cause yeah. I have zero skill and technique. I just kind of go up there and figure it out. That's kind of what I, I did at first too. But, uh, like I'm not as in shape as I would like to be on it, but there was a lot of stuff that I would just kind of like basically like monkey myself through, yeah. just like grab and just use all like arm strength to pull myself up. You know? Yeah, there's some hobbies I just don't want to obsess over and work. I, I want to be better, but I don't want to get too technical and be better because I just enjoy the process. Yeah. I just enjoy it, like having fun. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even with working out, lifting weights, like I'm all over the place. I never have any structure or plan. I just enjoy it like I, ne- I just need to work out i don't i care about what i gain from it other yeah. than i'm happier whenever i'm working out so. mm-hmm. you're like checking these little lines on your shirt you're like i need to i need to hit this trap yeah no that's workout to hit this i would, exact I would never do like any competitions or anything like that because yeah. it would just change working out for me which absolutely yeah. yeah and that's part of the reason why i did beta in the first place is because a lot of people are so many people are new to climbing now and it's becoming such a you know, new sport and new hobby. It's just now in the Olympics this last year. So that's oh, wow, popularity really? and you got all the movies coming out with them. You know, free, anytime you say anything about climbing, you may ask if you've heard it's of Alex Honnold or so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I've seen it. It's like, do you do stuff like that? It's like, no, nobody Hell does no, stuff like dude. that. That's nobody the most does extreme like version that. of all of this, dude. That dude is insane. Yeah. It was really cool, though. I'll give him that. Yeah, but. dude. I'll, I'll let him do that. Did you watch the part where I'm pretty sure he broke his back because he fell off and stuff? Like, that's oh, what yeah, when he got dropped. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, stuff like that's always going to happen. Though. For sure. I mean, you can have so many, but you're still rock climbing. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. some people complain about different things with gear. I mean, you can always be smart with everything about it, but want to be 100 percent safe and just stay home yeah don't do it yeah <laughs> if you want to be 100 percent safe don't drive your car either you know yeah. yeah the mindset shifts on a lot of people whenever they uh, see something they perceive as dangerous or mm. you, know, you can do it a thousand times and be okay but the one time the yeah. one time that yeah it just throws a wrench and everything for sure yeah and then it it gets all over the news and there's a huge stigma yeah. brought against it i actually heard something about uh there's an ex-nfl player that uh I don't know if he got hurt or he died, but he was uh, over in California. I think he was doing some kind of climbing, and it was something. I think he fell and like he landed on somebody or something like that, and like they both got hurt. But I don't remember oh, exactly what happened. But I, I assume it was something to do with they were probably rappelling, and then the person that was uh, that was doing it for him didn't do it right, maybe, and like they were under him, or you know, yeah. There's so many little things that could do. I mean, forgetting one knot can put you and your partner in like all kind of dangers. So. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You definitely got to work on your skills and it's a perishable skill too. So you got to stay up to date. And, definitely. But. Yeah. The only ones that I've used, um, are the ones at dyno. Um, do you know what those ones are called? The ones that, uh, they like, they lock themselves and they do, um, Oh, the auto blows. Yeah. That's what it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how I've never even used. Yeah. Ones. And I mean, even a lot of local gyms don't even make you tie in or anything. So a lot of people that even do the top rope, they don't have any idea what the knots look like or how to check somebody or even if anything else is correct. Yeah. It's one of those uh, fail-safe kind of, we don't, it's got all the locker blade devices, so yeah, it's pretty dummy-proof. But. Yeah, it takes a little of the guesswork out of it. Yeah, as soon as you want to do anything on your own, it 
changes it completely. Yeah, because yeah. I was looking at they sell uh, belays over there too, but it's not it's not those ones. And it's right, ones that you have to they're not going to let you use those over there either. They're just going to sell them. Yeah, you know? right. Yeah, unless you know, I mean, I guess they get the lead over there. So mm-hmm. I guess you would bring your own rope and do knots and everything there. Yeah, but I mean, it's already hooked up. You might as well just go ahead and use what they got. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah if I'm just in the gym, I would rather just go from there because you got to plan it out for doing yeah. any kind of lead climbing. So top rope's just, all right, I just want to do this route. Yeah, it's like if you went to like a, a regular gym and you're like, I'm going to bring my own weights. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got my own stuff, guys. I don't need to. Yeah, it just yours. adds a extra complexity if you're short on time. Mm. Definitely, uh, definitely the most fun to me. Yeah, is it? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Any kind of sport climbing, I think, is awesome. I love the technical aspect of it, you know, getting up. And once you get into multi-pitches and building your anchors and going back and forth with your partner, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I don't even know what half of what you just said means. <laughs> uh, just climbing mountains, I <laughs> Yeah, guess. literally, there's so much <laughs> jargon that goes into this, too, man. It's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, even I don't know what half the holds in the gym are called because somebody will be like, hey, just grab – that sloper, I don't know, I don't know what the sloper means. is, man. Yeah. Which one are you talking about? Yeah, I started going with uh, Carlos over there, and, like, he does mm-hmm. that sometimes. So I'm like, or he'll say um, something about, like, a, a movement that I don't mm-hmm. know what it means. And I'm like, I, I don't know, bro. Yeah. You have to put it in layman's terms for me. Yeah. <laughs> the red one. Yeah, the red one. That works, yeah. yeah. But uh, so before we go any further, I do want to ask just so what all is going on with Dino right now? Um. I mean, other than uh, just trying to get our name out there and be recognized as a brand in the industry in the first place, right? that's difficult enough itself. I think uh, one of the hardest parts is uh, trying to convince somebody the price point of what we're at right now. Oh, right, so yeah. from what we actually are at, uh, it's like 60 bucks for a bag. Mm. It's direct consumer business, so the only place you can buy it is at an event or off the website. Mm-hmm. And I think that, especially the way I've got it labeled as as a pre workout, they're like, "Oh, well, that's a stupidly expensive pre workout." Yeah. And then I think that's why I'm trying to go through the whole rebranding rebranding process of it being a nootropic, and because if you were to look at it as a two in one supplement of it being a pre workout with none of the downside, and then nootropics, you're looking at easy like 120 bucks off the shelves for yeah. just those two products mm-hmm. and if you're to buy those individually then it'd be even more so we're really kind of going through like a rebranding of this is fuel for your mind and your body it's not just a pre-workout like you don't need to be going lifting weights and mm-hmm. it's a it's more of a everyday supplement like it really I, I tell a lot of people that it's stuff you should be taking anyway like if you're not supplementing with creatine and you're not supplementing with like ashwagandha root and things like that, you you probably should be. I yeah. Mean, you'd be happier. It's weird how just a little bit of vitamins and a few supplements can change your whole mood. Yeah. Well, oh, dude, yeah, because that's one thing that I've kind of – so Kristen is huge on that stuff. So mm-hmm. she actually works at – she works at an apothecary. She used to work at a supplement store, and, like, that's what she studied in college and everything. And, like, she has her little, her little pill deal that she sets up every oh, yeah. week. And, like, she has, like – she probably takes like ten different supplements, you know, but it's all like uh what am I trying to think of? Um it's it's so much and it's stuff that I had never heard of, unfortunately, which is bad yeah. because it's stuff that I should know about, you know. 
Um, but it's like, and it's just like a lot of it's just like magnesium and like vitamin C and little things like yeah. that. And then she has like her nootropic stuff and things in there too, but it's stuff that everybody should be taking. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I mean, just voicing what, cause it's a very simple company. Like we have one product with two flavors. Like it's not hard. Yeah, it's dude. just trying to figure <laughs> out how to voice it, like the benefits and what you actually get from it mm-hmm. and why you should be taking it anyway. Yeah. But it, I don't know. It's a, it's just one of the thousand things I'm trying to figure out with the business. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. But so. I mean, the whole idea is awesome. And I really like the, uh, like your whole aesthetic around it and like the ideas and like the website's awesome. And like, uh, I, I do like the idea of the no scoop. And then you guys, this merch is really cool too, man. That hat that you gave me is like one of the only hats that actually fits me. Mm, first yeah. off. And then, and uh, it's recycle, may have recycle material too. So it's is a, it really, yeah. Damn. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's cool. Nice. So I'd, I'd try to, look up different kind of manufacturers stuff beforehand and try to figure out who's actually doing things the way that I would like to do things and try to use those products as well for different merch and stuff like that. That's awesome, man. Yeah. You're doing it right. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how it goes. We're, uh, just now came out with, uh, samples. So we're going to do, uh, you know, like a little travel pack and be able to give out samples at events and things of that nature. And we'll, uh, like I said, the price point's a big barrier for a lot of people, and a lot of people, you know, they're already spending money on a gym membership anyway. They don't right. have a lot of extra income, even though climbing gyms are expensive in the first place. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think the little sample pack, like a little ten day travel pack, will be a good, good, good product for barrier for barrier of entry for most people. Definitely, so. dude. Yeah, and then once they figure out that it actually works, yeah. And you were saying like the price point on that pack is, uh, you said it was high, but dude, that's actually a big pack as far as like. Whenever you normally get pre-workout, you get, like, this little tin kind of a deal. And, like, yeah. this is, like, a big, like, And I don't know you're not going to get creatine. Is, you're not going to get a lot of stuff that's in there. Yeah. So it's a – you'd get probably a quarter of those ingredients, and it'd be at least half the price, if not more. For sure. Some of those, they're already that price point for just the pre-workout. So you're getting, like, half of it or less than half of the benefits. Yeah, the a lot price, of – I mean, a lot of those companies, whenever they're doing retail and, you know, stock to GNC or Walmart or anything, you get, I mean, you're already looking at, like, a 400% market by the time you buy it. Yeah, no doubt. You've yeah. got three other people who are trying to make money off of it. Mm-hmm. Just so. gross. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the way everything works, though. That's for real, dude, yeah. And that's, that's one thing about it is, like, that definitely probably helps them get the word out and everything mm-hmm. like that. But it's – I don't know. Yeah, it's the way that the business goes. I guess. Yeah, but, the I don't know the direct consumer model. It's it's working mm-hmm. all right. And, you know, I'm able to keep it down, and we're able to give the best. I, I didn't want to compromise on any ingredients just to make the price point right. Yeah, and so the, I think the only compromise I made was whenever I had to remove some stuff to make it that one tablespoon. Oh yeah. Which honestly, if I was paying for those extra ingredients now, it'd be so ridiculous for my oh, price yeah. point. You know, it'd be <laughs> yeah. dumb. It wasn't like a, like fillers, was it? Or like no, no, no. no. I, well, I had like a, I had a coconut water powder in there at first for recovery and a little bit of hydration. So oh, it was nice. almost like a three in one at that point. Yeah, you know, yeah, you get like your electrolytes, and then you had your uh, Rodelia, uh, Rodelia Rosia, and uh, oh. a few other things that. I had a lion's mane mushroom in there. Mm. And it was just a bunch of stuff that I was like, okay, I'm getting a little carried away. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Kristen's huge on that lion's yeah. mane. She has like a little tub of just, literally it's just straight lion's mane. Yeah. And like it it's actually smells good in kind of a very, very weird way. Yeah. But it's good for you, man. I'll, uh, yeah, I'm 
trying to figure out what the next product can be if I'm going to go a BCA route or maybe a greens mix, but I would like to do a, a nootropic non-stem version. Yeah. Because I've talked to a bunch of people. They're sold on the idea of it. They like it. Mm-hmm. And then they see it's got caffeine, and they're like, oh, no, I, I don't do caffeine. Oh, yeah. The, that's a pretty small percentage, but I feel like a lot of people would be more on board with a non-stem version. Mm-hmm. I think I like I like your idea of kind of – Pivoting over into more of the supplement idea. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they'll be good. I mean, I've, I've got a overall vision for what I want to see it in five, six years, mm-hmm. but I, I'd like to stick with the supplements. And honestly, I'm just like knocking out stuff that I use right now. Yeah. And kind of replacing that and trying to make it a better quality. And Nice. So this is good for you in your own personal right. life, too. I mean, beta was built because... I wanted it and I couldn't find it. Yeah. Oh, that's what's saying. Yeah. Nobody has anything like this out there. I would use it. I'm sure if I would use it, like all these other jackasses in the gym drinking C4, <laughs> they'd probably right. use it too. Yeah. So I don't know, I've had a lot of positive feedback too. You know, lots of guys that after they're using it for a few months, they're like, eh, yeah, I've replaced coffee with it. Nice. So, yeah. You know, I still get that little bit pick me up, but I'm not shaky, not jittery, and I'm I've got all the vitamins and extra. Yeah. Stuff in there, so it's it's working out good. All that behind the scenes stuff that like yeah. And another thing about like whenever you're taking those, like you were saying, like whenever you take your vitamins, you don't feel it, but eventually yeah. you do. You right. Know? It's yeah. You still need it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll change your life if you if you do it, and if if you can be consistent with it. Yeah. Know? I mean, something as simple as like vitamin D three mm-hmm. can make all the difference in the world. Yeah, literally just and also just going out and getting sunlight is yeah. a huge deal too, man. Yeah. I mean, some people just sit in an office and. Mm-hmm get there right as the sun's coming up and leave as it's going down and never see sunlight and wonder why they're feeling shitty all the time yeah that's like whenever so i've been bartending forever and uh back whenever i used to work doubles yeah (laughs) but uh so i'd work doubles i'd go in at like 10 i'd get off at like four in the morning and like in certain bars they don't have windows and stuff so you'd just be like sitting basically in the dark all day and then you'd get up the next day and you're like dude i feel awful and like it's literally just from not being outside yeah. at all, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that uh, throwing off the circadian rhythm will definitely fuck with you, too. For sure, yeah. yeah. And with the timing of everything, yeah. <laughs> the early morning to but, the late, late night. Yeah, you can get away with it if, if it's consistent. Mm-hmm. You can flip your whole schedule, but going back and forth and back and forth, uh, yeah, it's yeah. rough on you. That's why I've switched over to these uh, morning shifts, man. They're, they're, I think that's the move for now, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you, you said you just had a kiddo, right? Yep, yeah. So, yeah, Definitely get to spend more time with them. Oh, for sure, yeah. And it it works out, and, like, I get to do – so I basically – I work in the morning a couple of days a week, and then I do, like, the podcast stuff, you know, late at night. So they go to bed around, like, 9. Kristen wakes up super early. I try to sleep in, but, you know, the baby doesn't really give you that option. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they don't go – they don't care what your schedule is. (laughs) No, not at all, dude. And it's weird because, like, she's on a pretty good schedule, but then every couple of days she'll throw you that, like, little 530 curveball. Yeah. All right, I went to bed at one, but let's do this, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think it's actually time. We should go ahead and take a break. Um, I'm going to go use the restroom, and uh, we'll come back, and we'll talk a little bit more about you yourself, Mr. Jaren, sir. Cool. All right. Bye, guys. Be right back. All right. What's up, everybody? Austin here. So I'm not sure if you guys follow my social media, mainly my Instagram, but if you do, you might have seen some recent posts with me doing some climbing. Turns out there's an indoor rock climbing place near where I live, and me and the lady Kristen have started going every week, uh, mainly on Wednesdays. 
So we've just been doing it for fun, but it's also, it's pretty challenging and you get like the aesthetics of exercising these muscle groups that you just don't usually hit in the gym. Plus, you meet some really cool people who climb in the process. So through climbing, I came across this awesome company called Dino. Dude, they have this one product, Beta, and I love the idea. It contains a two-in-one thermogenic nootropic with a boost of clean energy using 10 simple all-natural ingredients. Now, if you're not familiar, Nootropics are supplements that boost your creativity, promote mental clarity, and give you intense focus. So I'll tell you right now, it takes a lot of energy and creativity to reach the top of those climbs, man. So one thing I like about this concept is it's not just for climbers. I honestly can't see why Dino's Beta wouldn't be perfect for any activity or adventure. Another thing that's cool is they're going to ship straight from their door to yours, meaning no annoying retail shop markup. And if you use the code OSTEN, that's O-S-T-E-N, at checkout, you can take another 15% off. So go check these guys out. They're the Dino Climbing Company on Instagram or thedinocompany.com. Now back to the pod. All right, and we're back. We're back with Mr. Jaron from the Dino Climbing Company. I'm going to crack a shiner with him. I'm doing the Sober October, but I'm not going to sit here and have him drink by himself. <laughs> and I just... I haven't had a beer in a while. It sounds so good. Yeah, I'm a huge Shire fan. I, I don't know. I used to be able to drink just about anything. Mm-hmm. And then I started drinking Shiner once I, you know, was making more than like 15000 a year. Yeah. <laughs> <And> <laughs> like when you were I, drinking like Natty Lights yeah, and stuff. Yeah. It used to be all like Keystone and mm-hmm. uh, Cares Light and stuff like that. You know, you felt like you were treating yourself when you had a yellow belly or something. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so then whenever I started drinking Shiner and then I tried to go back to something else, I was like, dude, it's I bad. I cannot man. drink that. Oh my gosh, man. Yeah. Like, uh, I used to drink Keystone super heavy back in high school, but so... Yeah, that was my high school beer, too. Yeah, well, so in Arkansas... You could give out 30 for, I think we were paying fourteen ninety nine or something what? like that. Yeah. Damn, dude. We were having to pay Oklahoma prices because I mm. grew up in a dry county, so we yeah. had to drive across to Oklahoma, and it was a 3.2% beer. Yeah. And I used to think I could drink so much beer, dude. <laughs> <laughs> then you get over here, like back, like back whenever I went up by Little Rock and stuff, and like... I think it's like 4.2 or like 4.5 yeah, on some of them. I think Shiner's like 4.5 or something yeah. like that. I don't but know if it's it says uh, it makes a huge difference whenever you go start drinking in college and you mm-hmm. think you're a badass in high school. You know? Yeah. Yeah, it changes uh, It changes drastically. Because, yeah. I mean, <laughs> a lot of people, I don't know, they they like to just get hammered off Cruise Light or something. I, yeah. I, I'm good. Like, I will pass on your beer. Yeah. I'll be sober over drinking <laughs> that shit right now, man. <laughs> Dude, I actually, I really like, like, um, like, I'm not a huge, like, craft beer snob or anything, but, I mean, I've been bartending long enough to know. I kind of am now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love a good brewery. Yeah, dude. Yeah, but that's what that's honestly what I like to drink. And you only have to drink a couple of them, you know, and you're in a really good spot. And, like, they're just the different flavors. Dude. Yeah. They can do so much cool shit with beer. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, there's, uh, there's a lot of them out there, and some of them are garbage and i think they find out they're garbage real quick and yeah, then they disappear sure. and but some of the good ones out there are awesome there's I feel a place like that's an even harder one to hop into than the supplement market yeah well i mean they uh so many breweries popped up you know what was it like early 2000s yeah dude. so yeah. <laughs> everybody switched over to like harman or uh farming hops and then mm-hmm. all the microbreweries kind of started disappearing and the bigger ones gobbled them up and, yeah i don't know it was, it's been a weird uh Weird landscape there. And a whole like uh, beer renaissance there yeah. for a second. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It was kind of nice because it like pushed all the other manufacturers that had zero 
new innovations and in forever. Yeah. But they're like, oh, we got to step up our game or we got to do something here. Have you, you know? noticed Shiner's been doing a lot of different crazy stuff? Yeah, and some of it I hate and some of them, you know, I'm happy with. But yeah. that was, uh, I don't know, I was, I was super stoked for their Oktoberfest whenever they came out with that a few years ago mm-hmm. and I was just never a fan. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah. yeah. It never, hit, it never hit, fit my fancy. Yeah, the the Sam Adams is still the oh, Oktoberfest. Oh, uh, so if you can find it on Draft. Oh, my so God, good. yes, dude. That one is so good, dude. <laughs> the uh i do like shiner's uh texex that ipa that they have they make it with cactus water i don't think i've had that one i've had their ipa but it was the uh oh hell what's the like super hoppy one that they've got in the it's the green label uh i don't know if i've had that one i forgot what that one's called hmm. but I don't know, just normal shiner box my go to. Yeah, for sure. It, it it just works every time. Man. Yeah, yeah, and everywhere is gonna have it. You know? Yeah, whenever I uh, lived in California for like five years, and that was while Shiner was still kind of growing. Yeah, and nobody knew about it at all, and <laughs> yeah. could not find it anywhere. So I would it's go. Probably into, so weird. Like yeah. it seems so commonplace. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, it's just as common as Cruise Light in Texas. Hell yeah, it and is. it's about the same price. More too. so, probably. Yeah. But I'd go somewhere in uh, California, and they'd have it on, like, their craft beer menu or something. Oh, my God. Dude. Or it was, like, import prices and all kinds of bullshit. You're like, what the fuck, man? This is, I saw like, places doing that in Arkansas, dude. Yeah. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, it's more domestic than half of these yeah. beers. Like, what the hell, dude? <laughs> yeah, I, I never understood, but it, it's super mainstream now. It's everywhere. Oh, yeah. Everybody knows what you're I can Yeah, you can go to California and get it everywhere. Yeah. See, this is what I like to talk about, man. <laughs> I love talking about beer. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure if I ever, uh, every time I do a sober month, Shiner's like, what the hell? Yeah, dude, like what happened to our <laughs> stock prices right yeah, now? Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so I do want to take this back. I do, we got to talk about you, man, because uh, you've, you've alluded to a couple of different, like pretty interesting things already, dude. So, um, so let's just take it all the way back to the very beginning. So are you, you're from DFW area? You said you were kind of, no, I'm, uh, I'm from, uh, uh, South of Amarillo, uh, Canyon, Texas. So that's right there. We're next to Paladero Canyon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dude, so Paladero whenever I was growing so up, cool, it was, I don't know, I think there are uh, 9,000 people there, something like that. Okay. Right on. Yeah. And they've got a little, uh, little college town there and they've got West Texas A&M. Nice. But, I don't know. It's fun. Yeah. It was a good place to grow up. Yeah. Did you do a lot of, uh, did you go to Paladero quite a bit? Yeah. So, I mean, we would always, uh, all of our family vacations were always going to state parks and camping and, you know, whatever. But Paladero was just, it's 10 miles. It's right there, dude. Yeah. So, I mean, you'd have different things that you would go do out there. And then sometimes they do, you know, little uh, runs where you run out to the canyon and oh, stuff what? like that from canyon. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that's the uh, second largest canyon in in the world, or in the United States. United States, States yeah. yeah. That thing is freaking crazy, man. Like I went two years ago with uh, with Kristen, and like, yeah. It, so I've been to the Grand Canyon now, yeah. And like, it was kind of the same. Whenever I first saw that, it was kind of like whenever I saw the Grand Canyon, because like my eyes just yeah, couldn't figure just, out what the hell I was looking at. It's just one of those things that if you can drive for two, three hundred miles in like every direction from that canyon, and totally flat. It's like, and then you show up on the canyon, and you're like, this should not be here. No, dude, yeah. But canyon's <laughs> super cool because, or Powdery Canyon's super cool because we've got so much information on the history there. Yeah. So, like, the Charles Goodnight Trail coming out there, and then Kiwana Parker exploring, like, hunting buffalo out in Powdery Canyon. Like, we've got a lot of established literature from that 
kind of coming into America, coming into Texas yeah. time frame. And I don't feel like I ever hear about that from the Grand Canyon because everybody that saw the Grand Canyon is like, well, fuck, we got to go way around this. <laughs> I swear, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, we don't even want to try this one out, dude. Yeah, yeah so was, I don't know. It was fun. It was a cool place. Mm-hmm. For, um, yeah, for being in the middle of nowhere, having that right there was uh It's so perfect. funny because whenever we drove up on it, we kind of drove up on it at night, and, like, you're looking, the stars were out. And, you like, seriously can't see it until you're at the park you entrance. You just all of a sudden, like, drop yeah. down. Yeah, like, you'll go through, shit. like, a horse ranch, horse ranch, and then it's like, oh, that's kind of a big washout. <laughs> First then, time I saw a tumbleweed, actually. Early? <laughs> on the way there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the, you'll find plenty of those out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so growing out there was cool. So you, grew up, you were there for how long? Uh, until uh, I graduated high school. Oh, right on. Okay, so yeah. you spent like your whole childhood there. Yeah, right? yeah. I grew up or born in Canyon, and then up until I left, I uh, went to college for a year before I joined the military. And mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, what did your parents do? Did they have like, uh, did they start businesses or like were they just no, like, not businesses or I don't know. It's like super taboo in my family. Oh yeah, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Because, I mean, even starting this one, I, I haven't always talked about what I want to do. You know, I thought about different little uh, shops or uh, things that piqued my interest. It's like, hey, that'd be fun. It's like, I just want to do something. And then I would almost get talked out of it every time. Oh, because, really? Yeah. Because why would you leave your stable job or something like that? Oh, right. Yeah. And it's like, it's like or that's going to be really hard. It's like, yeah, but... Everything's hard. Everything. So hard, anything I, worth I, it. I, for I just sure. definitely with my family. I just never had any. Uh, definitely no mentors or anybody who would, would like push entrepreneurship. Oh, I see. I yeah. mean, they think it's you know they think it's cool now, mm-hmm. but they still don't like the risk. I guess. I don't yeah, know. for sure. Yeah. I mean, I guess I see it. You know, but I mean, I mean I've left some. Like to do? I've left some pretty awesome jobs for pushing this, and I mean, I've still got a normal full time job that does very well, but yeah. You know, leaving the because being out there, you just you got that. You can go to school, or you can go work in the oil field. Right? And yeah, so. that's kind of where I'm from. So I'm yeah. from, uh, you know, Arkansas. There's five thousand people there, and like mm-hmm. you either work at Walmart, the airport, or like there's one factory there basically, and then yeah. the rest of everybody's like unemployed. And, you know, yeah. Around. But yeah, so I had never even thought about like I didn't see anybody starting anything around me. You know, so it's really fun yeah. to like sit and talk to people that are doing it. Yeah, I think uh, mostly it was the job that I did have was, oh, I mean, it just paid so well for a fucking dude who just never graduated college and mm. came out of the military, and then all of a sudden we're going to give you all this money for doing something that seemed easy from coming out of the military. You're like, oh, yeah, right. yeah, like, that was easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody's shooting at me. I'm I'm happy. Hell yeah, yeah dude, yeah. <laughs> and then you go from, I, I just had so much time between there so i was working hitch work so it was seven days on seven days off oh nice yeah and so i had a lot of time to think and then it was a lot of driving so it was like four hours away from my house so i drive stay in like a man camp or a trailer and then come back and so i was always uh get interested in like different audiobooks or podcasts and it really starts pushing all just, these little ideas in yeah your you're just like driving one day and you're like what the fuck am i doing man <laughs> Well, that four-hour drive yeah. out in the middle of nowhere, probably. It's like, this drive doesn't make me happy. Like, yeah. this job doesn't make me happy. Like, I don't give two shits about it, but make it just money. pays really well. Yeah, right. And other than that, it's just like, man, I'd rather, I think, I think I'd rather be broke and trying to do something that, for me mm-hmm. and for my family, than just showing up and getting that, you know, nice 401k and retirement and yeah. stuff like that. 
So that's, that's kind of what I was wondering was like, was it something that was like instilled young and it doesn't sound like it, like no, it doesn't sound like you all. really saw a lot of that, you know? No, it was, um, I don't know. I, I came to this weird, I don't know. It was almost like a intellectual renaissance for right me yeah. to where I was just like, why am I not bettering myself right now? Like so many people get to that point of like 25 years old, 30 years old, 40 years old and think, well, I'm stuck in my ways. Like I can't do shit. Oh yeah. Like I'm, I didn't graduate college. So that defines who I am. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just didn't like that. I was like, yeah, why not me? Like, not even halfway <laughs> there, dude. Like, yeah, yeah. I was like, why not me? Hell yeah. I'm going to try to do something. So that's awesome. man. It was an, it was an easy one to get into because I just fucking love climbing. I love the community. You uh-huh. know, it's a bunch of, weird hipsters dirt bags and it's a it's kind of a mixed bag of people <laughs> it's it's, <man>. it's fun <laughs> you get your you know your some of your bros and some of your you know fit crossfitters that come in there and that really those go hard to yeah me. <laughs> and then just some people they just show up and they're like hey i heard this was fun yeah dude yeah. Like, yeah it is yeah come there's on. a lot of there's like a full spectrum of like in shape to not in shape, and because it's something that's very technical, mm-hmm. yeah, you can, you can do it without being super in shape. You know? Yeah, and you kind of got this little. I mean, DFW is a weird melting pot for everybody right now who just <laughs> doesn't want to be where they were. So DFW seems like a good place. Yeah, it's kind of that in between. DFW, spot, that yeah. Austin area, you know, a lot of places in Texas, everybody's just coming to, and so you get a lot of uh, a lot of characters from all around. Yeah, definitely, dude. Yeah, it's been very interesting. Yeah, yeah. it's fun. <laughs> yeah. But. And coming from a really small town like you like you were, you know, that's probably. So yeah. you went from uh, Canyon, and then you said you went Did you, you went to college, or you went Yeah, I did, a, uh, I did a year at Midwestern State in Wichita Falls. Mm-hmm. And whenever I realized it was, because I, I mean, when I graduated in high school, I was set up for college. I was good yeah. to go. I graduated with like 18 hours of college credits. Oh, you know, nice. I was already a sophomore coming in. Were you doing any like messing around? Were you like a partier in high school yeah, or anything? Yeah, yeah, way too much. Yeah. <laughs> well, I didn't. I didn't really. You started your grades. It yeah. sounds like. Um, not really. I mean, it was like middle of the pack. Yeah. But I just took the course. I just took the courses that you needed to. So we uh, they had the it was like their dual credit programs to where you, you got to take biology anyway. Why don't you take biology for the dual credit and get your college courses? And there you so go, I yeah. would just you know optimize all those, and I was already thinking about you know because like I said, my family did not. I didn't even understand that you could, an average person could start a business. Really. Yeah, right. And I didn't realize that just filing for an LLC and having an idea like constituted for that. Yeah. So I, I was just getting ready for college, getting ready for graduation, trying to figure out. It's like, like oh, well, this is the might as well, go be, a, take, might as well yeah. go be an engineer because at least they make money. That was my idea too, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I like, toyed around with that air traffic controller idea for a while and like, just – just from seeing like their paycheck or what the starting pay was, it's like, right. oh well, I could do that. Sounds and pretty chill. Yeah. That seems terrible now. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, yeah. dude. Yeah, <laughs> but it was one of those that I I think I just needed to. I don't know. I, I don't even know what it was that clicked. It was just yeah. I didn't like where I was at. Mm-hmm. So so you just did the one year. Yeah, I did the one year, and it felt like thirteenth grade. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, literally. It was yeah. so fucking dumb. I was like, what <laughs> is this, man? And it's a lot of reteaching, too. The yeah. The first couple of years, dude, yeah. I mean, all of, I feel like all colleges, for the most part, until you get into some of the, I mean, even if it's a course that interests you, it's still hard, but or hard to get into. Yeah. But it, it's one of those to where if you're not really interested in that subject, like, what 
the hell does it matter? It's yeah, just hey, kind dude. of a discipline game of can you actually show up for four years? That's what I think yourself? it really is, man. Yeah. And I mean, there is always like the networking aspect yeah. and stuff, but it's like, can you come here and do this shit for four years and right. then come to us and we can see that you did that. So you'll do this for 15, you know? And then a lot of it just depends on the university or college to go to because some of those you get a professor who just wants to like argue with every idea you have. <laughs> yeah, dude. And it's like the real difficult. Yeah. Ones, yeah. It's <laughs> like you, you get a essay to write and they like argue with something that you said on there, it's like, but it's, it's an essay. Like it's my opinion. Yeah. Like how is it wrong? Just cause you don't agree with it. You're, we're not talking about the material. We're talking about right. the writing part of it that yeah. you should be worried about, you know? Yeah. It's a, this is not, this is just like composition course. Like, does everything look right? Yes. It's like, just cause you don't agree with this idea. It doesn't mean that it, it just frustrated me. That sucks, man. I had a lot, that was one of the main ones that I had a good experience with was the writing part of it. Mm-hmm. The chemistry part of it. I, I hated, I didn't like the teachers, man. I didn't like the, yeah, didn't like any of that. Dude. I tried to get into, let's see, I did a lot of architecture classes that nice. I didn't really care for, but marketing classes I fucking loved. For some reason, I don't know. Interesting, yeah. yeah. It seems to <laughs> kind of followed you a little bit. Yeah, it, uh, <laughs> I don't know. it it had some overlap too. From well, I I went back to school a couple times afterwards. Like took a semester here, took a semester there. Yeah. After I got out of the uh, Marine Corps, and it was just I don't know. I just knew that it was never going to work. Yeah, so, and it's dumb. Like I'm already waking, making way more money than I and ever would with, with the degree. Yeah. So it's it's like why would I waste my time on this? Yeah. So you get you take your one year and then do you immediately go to the Marines? Yeah, I enlisted in my second semester, like before I even finished it. Oh, you're like, I'm like, done yeah, with this. It was like, this is stupid. Yeah, and it, I had a that was always my game plan in high school, up until I got to like that senior year and started really partying. And I was like, man, I don't want to go do that shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> that <dude. just laughs> sounds fucking dumb. That sounds hard as hell. Yeah, man. <laughs> and uh, I had some some friends who were like a class ahead of me and they had went and they had just got back from uh, some shitty places in Afghanistan. It was, oh yeah. Things were really starting to pick up out there still in like 08. Yeah. Was, what year did you graduate? 08. Oh, okay. Right on. Yeah. And so um, I don't know. I was just thinking, you know, like that's something that I'm really like built for. Mm-hmm. Like I enjoy that idea. I think I'd rather give that a shot. There you go. Yeah. And so it was fun. It was good. But the, the marketing aspect ended up, really clicking with a lot of the stuff that we did in the Marines for uh, counterinsurgency operations because a lot of it's just kind of a, it's almost like social manipulation, like trying to get answers and figure out what somebody's talking about or what somebody's interested in. Yeah. It's like try to get a, it's almost like a weird interrogation conversation. Interesting. And a lot of those was like the same ideas that afterwards, whenever I was taking some, marketing courses it's like man this just seems familiar for some reason oh that's crazy yeah, yeah. i mean they kind of have to be i mean it is smart it's about what they social do, yeah. manipulation just because i mean it, it it makes it's for the better most of the time yeah but it is social manipulation for the most part mm-hmm. and then you, i feel like it, it kind of goes out and then you see it in the civilian world yeah. as well yeah. yeah what was your uh um, what did you do in the marine uh i went to a uh, uh infantry line platoon for a while, and then I went to the uh, scout sniper platoon uh, after the first deployment. Well, nice, yeah. And did that for a deployment, and then went to a, a field instructor at Edson Range. So I'd run the new recruits and stuff through their field instruction at a boot camp for their like their last little bit. You've got like a shitty week called the Crucible, where they just like put you through I've heard hell. About this, and yeah. I would just 
train all those guys who run different courses out there. So I don't <laughs> know, it was it was kind of a kind of a blow off course after getting down to two uh deployments. Two full deployments. Yeah. yeah. I was like, all right, that's cool. But and this that, was in Afghanistan? Uh yeah, I did a, a pump in Afghanistan and sang in and then I did a, a what they call a U a military expedition unit. Mm-hmm. And it's kinda like the world QRF, the readiness force that or quick reaction force that you would you're just around in high conflict areas right, to where just in case if kinda. they need something then you're gonna pop over. Mm-hmm. So that was a lot of time in Japan and then you spend some time in Guam and Philippines and Thailand and Whoa. Just training the different militaries out there. So. Oh right, yeah, all the kind of surrounding areas. Yeah, that you just join the you just get familiar with the f- uh, foreign militaries and kind of share ideas and just get kind of acquainted with areas that you might be in. Oh, that's cool, man. Yeah. yeah. So where all have you been? Um, if, I think I'm up to thirty if you're countries. To say, no, yeah. yeah, I think I'm up to thirty countries. Wow. I, I did a lot of traveling beforehand too. Oh, right on. Yeah. So, like, as soon as I graduated high school, I went to Europe for a, about a month, and I think I did nine different countries out there, just like wow. wandering around and hanging out with friends and going to different places, and yeah. then did a lot of traveling while I was in, and then did quite a bit while I was out too. That's awesome. As as I got out. Yeah. So you're kind of well learned around the world. Yeah. Bit, yeah. yeah. After uh, yeah, after the Marines, it was just catch flight to wherever and yeah, go for it. That's awesome, and like you had a little bit of like money saved up, I'd imagine. Yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, at that, I mean, not from the military, but once I got into the oil field, like I said, it was the week on week off, so it, like it was very uh, for two. Oh yeah, you could traveling. fly out, take a day to fly out, spend yeah. a whole like five days there, and yeah. then fly back. And that and my uh, yeah, that and my girlfriend at the time, she was a. Uh, uh, now wife, but she she was working for Delta Airlines. Oh, nice! And so she would catch a leg for whatever international travel, and be like, "Hey, you want to go here?" It's like, "Yeah, let's go!" Oh, hell yeah, dude! Yeah, so yeah, it's like, "Oh, Amsterdam for the weekend." That sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, dude, that's really cool, cool, man. Yeah. So you had kind of an in there, and you—I mean, you just had the travel itch a little bit. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. No, I get extremely restless. I, uh, yeah, I always want to go somewhere and do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so you get out. So out of the military, you start just straight into the oil field? Uh, it was pretty quick. Yeah, I tried to go back to school for a little bit there. And right, because you have the grants and stuff, right. of course. Right? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's all free, but it's just... Uh, it's the same just, shit. Yeah, man. it's just yeah. boring. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, yeah, I just kind of met somebody and fell into this job, and it paid, you know, okay for afterwards. Like, you know, I started off, like, 50 something that first year nice. and I was like, Hey, that's awesome. Like, you know, I've never made this before. Yeah, like that is incredible. Yeah. Like I got paid way less to be shot at in combat. So <laughs> yeah, dude, this yeah. is cool. Mm-hmm. And then real quick after that, it was just, you know, double your money, double your money, double your money. And you're just like, Holy shit. Like what the hell? <laughs> yeah, dude. Within a couple of years, yeah. you're kind of rolling. In yeah. It, man. yeah. Those guys that have been in it for like 30 years, just yeah. getting crazy with it. Yeah, you you can move up super quick. So I mean, yeah, fifty was just like introductory and just doubles and doubles and doubles. And you're just like, what the hell? Jeez, dude, that's wild. And then you ended up doing that for how long? Um, that was five, six years, something like that. Mm-hmm. But I think that I think actually making that money made you made me want to do something else because you know in your head you've always got this weird like, oh, everything will be fine once I start making like six figures or something. Yeah. Like that. And everybody's got that weird six figure mark. It's like, mm-hmm. cause that's, cause you'd be comfortable, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, 
I don't know, just didn't do it for me. Like, I, I didn't care. Like, I wasn't even happy or I wasn't even, was, I just had a different house. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. I was like, this job still sucks. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Damn. So, what's the job? So, you said the job kind of, I mean, it sucked. I mean, it, it was so easy, though. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was dumb. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it can be a, it's more boring. One thing I've heard is like the main thing about oil fields, like just being awake all the time. Um, some jobs, this one's, this one, you can be as dumb as anybody out there, or you can like learn a little bit about your job and just become efficient at it. Right on. And it had, there's nobody will ever learn anything about the whole field. Like there's so much shit going on. Dude. Oh, it's all it's ridiculous. Yeah. And it, it definitely pays to be smarter and more ambitious than everybody else out there. Mm-hmm. Cause if you just take care of your stuff and actually learn what's going on, like you yeah. just move up extremely quick that's what's up yeah because there's so many people that are just there for you know they got lucky with the hire and then they're just like it's a paycheck Mm -hmm. so it was uh it was good but it was just i'm just burned out quick yeah no doubt yeah and you had i mean you got the money saved a little bit of that and then you start doing uh you know start making a family and being gone for half the years difficult Yeah, yeah for sure dude yeah yeah so you and your you and your girl you said she worked for american airlines and Delta. Yeah. Delta, that's what it was. Okay, yeah. Um, and so how long were you all together before you kind of decided? Um, stuff? I mean, we've been together for, I guess, like a decade now, so 10 years. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. okay, I see. Yeah. Do you have yeah. any kids? Yeah, we've got three. Whoa, what? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so I met her out, and uh, we met in Huntington Beach while uh, as soon as I got back from a deployment, and I've just been together ever since. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. Yeah, she yeah. decided to. Take off and move out to Texas, get California, and oh yeah, yeah. So you, uh, whenever you got out of deployment, you went and moved over to California for a second. Well, no, I was based in California, so oh, the whole right. time I was in California as well as in. So you, well, I did boot camp everything out in California. Yeah, yeah that's what uh, my buddy Nick. He uh, he was in the Marines, and he uh, he actually crashed his motorcycle and like broke his femur and like blew out his knee and stuff. Ah, and, like, yeah. yeah, so uh, he actually got kicked out later because like he wasn't drinking or anything like whenever it happened but uh this girlfriend that he had got him smoking to deal with some of the pain and then they drug tested him one time and got him out yeah it's ridiculous i mean it depends on what's going on if they're gonna kick you out for that kind of shit yeah right Mm -hmm. because i mean a lot of times i mean i've got so many buddies they pop on their drug tests like oh you're demoted yeah it's like okay well (laughs) the change is like your pay ah it's like Oh, well, that I sucks. Like, is any, yeah, is anything else going to change? Nope, still going to deployment. Like, <laughs> You're still doing the exact same job. Fucking awesome, so I'm doing it cheaper. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, I love yeah. it. <laughs> Damn. How was California for you? Like, wh- I mean, obviously being Oh, dude, I freaking love California. So. Yeah. California, it's so freaking awesome. You can go, you know, surf in the morning in San Onofre and then drive out to the desert and go ride dirt bikes and then be up oh, in yeah. Big Bear and snowboard in the evening is... It's what, it's a one in a million place, man. Southern yeah. California is freaking awesome. That's crazy, dude. Yeah, that whole state. It's like it's in multiple different zones, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's big. Yeah, that thing is freaking huge, dude. Yeah. yeah, I don't know if it's as big as Texas. Texas is just oh, no, 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 big, no. dude. Yeah, no, yeah. it's yeah. I, I think it's like half or something like that. Maybe less than that. But yeah, I was gonna say it's, it's still long, big. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's got a ton of coastline, but it was just it was fun, mm-hmm. but. You just, I don't know, the politics out there and 
cost of everything is just ridiculous. Like I bet you heard a lot about it while you're in military too, huh? Yeah, but I mean, I even toyed with the idea of staying out there for a while. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, my wife's family's out here, you know, or my girlfriend's family. We'll mm-hmm. stay out here and see how things go. And I lived out there for a little bit. I think we stayed for, uh, it probably wasn't more than like six months, but yeah. we started looking at uh, houses and stuff on anything within several several miles of the beach. You couldn't even get like an 800 square foot house that is under a million. Like it's stupid. Jeez, dude. Yeah. So it just, it wasn't. But I mean, it's not even like cool houses. It's it'd be a house. And then there's so overpopulated there that from the time that they built all these houses on the beaches, they would double up their driveways, extend their driveways and build a second house from the backyard. Oh, right. Yeah. So a lot of those places is just like double stacked houses everywhere. Yeah. And they're still going for millions. It's like stupid. And you don't even have a yard. You're right on top of other no, people. No, you're like, lucky if you've got like a little four by four patio to grill on or something. Geez, so you got a dog dude. or anything else. You basically else. have you're an just, apartment at this point. Yes, you do. Yeah. And you're still. I mean, you might be a bike ride from the beach or something, but you're still paying like a million bucks for it. That's so crazy. <laughs> and you go up to Malibu and you literally pay like a million one point two for a trailer house on the beach. They've got trailer parks up there that go for a cool million easy. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Not even like double wides. Like we're talking about like truck little, dropped it off trailer. Like, oh my <laughs> god! Else, like yeah. a little uh, little Winnebago in the back kind of deal. Or no, like? just, yeah, you'd be lucky if it was an airstream there. Yeah. Wow, that's awful, man. Like, what? I mean, I that's know. why I'm. What they say right now in DFW, there's I think 300 people a day that are moving here. Oh yeah, no doubt, dude. I've met so many. Honestly, I feel like I've met more people from like California, a little bit from New York, and like I actually get. A lot of Colorado right now, too. Arkansas, Colorado, too, yeah. And, like, I feel like I meet more of them than I meet Texans nowadays, man. Yeah. It gets ridiculous. It's huge now, man. Yeah, it's fucking dumb. Yeah. (laughs) But, yeah, I spent five years out there. And, like I said, I did the field instructor kind of with my joke off year before I got out. So, five years there. And then uh, just moved back to Texas. And, seriously, we just, like, picked a city. So, we ended up in Lubbock. Oh, right on. So yeah. we had no house, no nothing, just threw everything in the bed of my truck, mm-hmm. bought a little trailer, and drove out here. Oh, nice. So and you're just kind of going back and forth from work, and then she's flying to Well, I didn't you, have so. a job yet, or she didn't have that job. We didn't have any jobs, and we just left. Oh, nice, yeah. So we, like, it's got to be better over here, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, was like, I mean, it's Texas. Like, I mean, worst case scenario, we'll find something. But it's like, I know I could always get, like, a farming job or something if I really had to. But, yeah, we just drove out here. Still had all of our shit on trailers, signed the lease to apartment for like 500 bucks. Then, <laughs> yeah, dude. And yeah. just worked a little bullshit job. She was a bartender, and I was working at some uh, little outdoor shop out there in Lubbock. And nice, then yeah. we didn't stay out there very long. We stayed out there for two years. We tried to go to Texas Tech, and she stayed there for a couple of years until she got that job. And then I was, uh, yeah, I got that oilfield job, mm-hmm. so it didn't matter where I lived. So you tried going back to Colorado that was whenever you tried to go yeah. back? Yeah. And then she went too? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she ended up graduating, but uh, I had no interest in it at yeah, all. Yeah, it's just not, it's not yeah. for some people, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and then she gets a job over at Delta, and then you get, did you have the same, uh, work with the same company throughout your whole oil field? Yeah. Yeah. But like I said, it was hitch work, so it was week on, week off, so it didn't matter where I lived. So yeah, I go that's crazy, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> was it based out of Texas, or you said it was, it was about four hours away, so? Yeah, it was a... Uh, 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 close to Pecos. So that's uh, 
Gotta West of that. Midland, Odessa, a couple hours. Oh, out in the middle of nowhere. Oh, huh? out in the middle of fucking yeah. nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a cool area. It was a, it was one of those places to where, you know, like kind of sad that there's so much oil shit going on out there because uh, there's so much cool land and like collectivity. Cause I would just park my truck and then go for a walk out by some old river and you'd find some old, you know, 1800s graveyard that was built out there. You find some, uh, like Comanche arrowheads and old, Indian artifacts and trinkets, and you never yeah. know what you're going to find out there. It's a spot where people, like, haven't really walked or, like, been. No, hardly. no, a lot of it is nothing. Like, nobody's been out there for a lot of it. It's probably yeah. been the same families on ranches that mm-hmm. they own 100 sections. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, they round up their cattle with helicopters because the land's so big. So and huge, stuff like yeah. That. yeah. Dang, man. Yeah, that whole, that's so crazy about Texas. Like, it has, it's just, it's. Like California, but it's different because, I mean, you have this entire coastline along this side. You have the entire, like, half of a desert over here. Mm-hmm. You got where we're at, which I don't even know what you call this, the I mean, Plains area? Or? I mean, this is just technically North Texas. I think Plains starts, like, Childress, Wichita area, and goes up towards Panhandle. But, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you've got you know 3000 feet of elevation up in Amarillo then you get down <laughs> south and it's pretty much Louisiana down in east Texas yep. you got hill country <laughs> got tons of coastline mm-hmm. then you got Davis mountains and stuff out there by Odessa we've got Audad and elk and black bear and all yeah. kinds of stuff it's you know, it takes a wild place dude i haven't even i haven't gotten to see like any of this stuff man like yeah. i need to i need to explore just texas for a while honestly yeah you go like down in Balmeray and Places like that is pretty cool. You've been to uh, Big Bend and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice. Yeah, that was a you know one of the family vacations in high school. Right. Yeah. yeah. Everything was close. You know, you had Carlsbad Cavern was a close drive and mm-hmm. Big Bend, and you. I've go, heard good things yeah. about Carlsbad. Yeah. Pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this was all stuff that you did whenever you were younger. Yeah. 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 Then you've got a, I mean, even stuff like Guadalupe Peak there in Texas, the highest mountain in uh, Texas. Out there close to that Midland Odessa area, a little bit more west. And oh, right got on. A, yeah. yeah, it's like 9,000 feet, but it's a cool hike. That's pretty high still. As soon as you get up there, you can see so fucking far. It's insane. Like, I guarantee <laughs> yeah, that is the big, flat Yeah, I guarantee it. that is. Well, you've got salt flats out there, too. Nice. So it's just all white, and it's actually salt. Like, people used to go out there with their wagons and fill up everything from the salt plains and take it out. What, dude? Yeah. Damn, that's crazy, man. Texas is wild, dude. <laughs> yeah just texas history alone is like a lifetime of knowledge there <laughs> yeah and like you were saying it's there's so much of it that like has actually been recorded because yeah. so much of it has been since people started recording stuff, right you know? yeah mm-hmm. unless europeans came over they kind of had to go through here yeah and the crazy ones kind of stayed you know yeah <laughs> a lot of germans in texas yeah oh are they the crazy ones no i'm some of them but there's just uh, there's so many German communities in Texas. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I didn't know that. So oh. a lot of them up in Panhandle. I mean, if you go down to, have you ever been down to Fredericksburg? Mm-mm. It's like. That sounds German as fuck, dude. Yeah. Well, Fredericksburg is like one of the best wine locations right now. Oh, nice. Yeah. It's freaking awesome down there. But you, you'll have like Audad and Axis Deer run around, you know, these wineries and yeah. all kinds of wineries are opening up their tasting rooms there. But if you go down there, little Main Street, it's all going to be like. Wiener Schnitzel and uh, <laughs> little beer houses and nice, yeah. beer houses and stuff like that. Yeah, it's wow. fun. Damn, yeah. Another little thing about Texas, man. Yeah, yeah. that was fun for me. We're, uh, yeah, uh, my, 
my, the canal side of my family is all German descent. So, oh, right on. And very yeah. recent. Like, my, uh, I had uh, my grandma pass on my dad's side recently. Mm-hmm. So, we got to go through all kinds of weird documents and articles and stuff from the paper clippings that they would have. Yeah. And it was, you know, my, uh, I guess my great granddad mm-hmm. who came over whenever he was orphaned at 13 from Germany and ended up oh, working. It was like this whole life story about him. Like, Whoa. working. In man, I want to say New York mm-hmm. to pay off the nine dollar fee for whatever his voyage was. This day, holy crap! And then, like yeah. slowly working your way out here, making like and, two two cents yeah. an hour and stuff. And then him ended up in like Texas Panhandle and having a farm and fighting off wolves and doing all kinds of shit. Jeez, man! Not Talk that long ago either, bro. Dude, all not, that stuff leading up to you, man. Yeah, not, not that long ago either. It's crazy. Maybe two hundred years or like. No, no dude, like, this is great granddad, yeah. yeah. Maybe 100, 150. No, this is like, yeah, early 1900s, still out there. Damn, dude. Yeah, it's so crazy how much this, the world has changed yeah. just in the last 100 years, dude. I mean, you saw like, grizzlies and stuff running around out here now. Yeah. I mean, the fucking Civil War where they were still killing each other with muskets was 1860s, 70s, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, a lot of Texas history is way older than that. Yeah. You got so many, you know, Comanche fights and Mexicans yeah. from the territory and... The Alamo. Yeah. All that shit. Yeah. yeah. Wild stuff. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's wild. And then the no, I'm a, people I'm a like stupid, you, man. I'm a stupid history nut. Like, I love natural history and just, you know, general Texas history, That's too. Awesome. So, yeah. Yeah, I've never really, I don't know. I've never I know really a bunch of really stupid into. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I love little facts, though, dude. That's, that's like, my favorite shit. Uh, all right. So, I think we should probably go ahead and take a break. I got to pee again, dude. So, yeah. yeah. So, I'll be right back. And uh, we'll talk a little bit more about uh, Dino, bro. I'm pretty cool. excited about that part. That's good. Yeah. All right. What's up, everybody? Ostin here. So I'm not sure if you guys follow my social media, mainly my Instagram, but if you do, you might have seen some recent posts with me doing some climbing. Turns out there's an indoor rock climbing place near where I live, and me and the lady Kristen have started going every week, uh, mainly on Wednesdays. So we've just been doing it for fun, but it's also, it's pretty challenging and you get like the aesthetics of exercising these muscle groups that you just don't usually hit in the gym. Plus, you meet some really cool people who climb in the process. So through climbing, I came across this awesome company called Dino. Dude, they have this one product, Beta, and I love the idea. It contains a two-in-one thermogenic nootropic with a boost of clean energy using 10 simple all-natural ingredients. Now, if you're not familiar, Nootropics are supplements that boost your creativity, promote mental clarity, and give you intense focus. So I'll tell you right now, it takes a lot of energy and creativity to reach the top of those climbs, man. So one thing I like about this concept is it's not just for climbers. I honestly can't see why Dino's Beta wouldn't be perfect for any activity or adventure. Another thing that's cool is they're going to ship straight from their door to yours, meaning no annoying retail shop markup. And if you use the code OSTEN, that's O-S-T-E-N, at checkout, you can take another 15% off. So go check these guys out. They're the Dino Climbing Company on Instagram or thedinocompany.com. Now, back to the pod. There we go. Cheers, buddy. Cheers. Nice. Ah. <sighs> My first beer in weeks, and it shot right through me there, dude. <laughs> we shouldn't settle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I went. I went with the right one, dude. Yeah. Mm. 
Damn, that's so good. Okay. So now I've kind of got a, a little bit of the story and we're kind of figuring out what's kind of leading you there. But so let's talk about Dino and like where where that kind of comes into your life because I know it's kind of taken over a little bit now, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess about the time that we moved to a DFW area, mm-hmm. when you actually have those nice climbing gyms out here. Right. Yeah. It started to get more interesting to me again. And start going there, and it was seriously just something as simple as, yeah, that little epiphany moment was walking around and seeing everybody with those damn shakers. It's like you walk in there, and there's like 20 on the ground. Oh, yeah. And nothing's meant for that, mm-hmm. for climbing. And everything that they were taking is almost detrimental to what you need up there. Yeah, right. So yeah. It, that, that part was an easy, like, fix. Mm-hmm. So... If as far as just like finding the problem, like finding a solution to a problem that was just easy for me there, mm-hmm. and then from that, I, oh man, I don't know how many. I I thought that I was preparing myself by reading like business books and listening to business podcasts and trying to go from there, but I I had no idea what the hell to do there because yeah. because the manufacturing aspect of it and FDA regulations, right? And yeah, everything else and then. Not only that, but while I was in the oil field, whenever I started to kind of get an idea that this was, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I wanted to do something different. I started teaching myself a bunch of uh, code languages. Oh, right on. So I started learning a bunch of front end and a little bit of back end. So just, you know, like your basic HTML and CSS and JavaScript and Mm. things of that nature because it's like, well, I can figure out something to do with this. Yeah. Like this is the way that the future is going. I'll figure it out. And I mean... Then they keep on adding more and more languages, and it becomes more and more ubiquitous to just have a plug-and-play website now. So I figured out real quick that that wasn't going to be the the answer to what I needed, but it still was extremely beneficial to have. Oh, okay, yeah. So, I mean, it works out great for e-commerce because Mm -hmm. you can just plug-and-play Shopify or something Something you don't have to pay somebody else to do at this point. Right, but, I mean, I was also teaching myself to do it so I wouldn't have to do that. Yeah. But then all those skills kind of turned into, they were just obsolete. By the time, yeah, because you know, it's such a growing yeah, kind of industry. It was there. so fast. Like, you got to you gotta stay up to date, and that, that also is a very perishable skill if you're not staying up to date on your languages. Yeah. So <laughs> wild, it's yeah. like, oh, well, okay, so we'll try a different route. Mm. I mean, it still was beneficial because I had a lot more of an idea of how to deal with the website mm-hmm. and development. Like, I knew where to look for answers for things that I needed to solve with the website. Yeah. So that was one thing I didn't have whenever I first started my whole thing here. I had somebody build, like build me the website and then I had to maintain it and I had to kind of learn it as I went. Mm -hmm. Like it's harder than you would think, man. Yeah. I mean, just figuring out how to purchase your first domain is ridiculous. Yeah, dude. (laughs) And you're like, Oh, do I need a lease it? Do I need a purchase it? Do I actually need to like spend whatever amount of money to buy what I actually wanted from somebody? Yeah. Or, I don't know. And whenever you're first starting, like, all those little those little bills kind of add up. You oh, know? yeah. I mean, they still add up. Like, mm-hmm. you've got your Shopify charge. You've got your, whatever, your QuickBooks. You've got three or four different apps that I use on the website to, yeah. like, optimize the sales. And, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just. And then it, getting your LLC. Right. And then all these. Dude, you have to file taxes, and like, every taxes. couple of months, dude. And you're just and like, what like, the Man, seriously, man, that is. You it's expect annoying. me to do this every three months? Like, yeah, <laughs> dude, and I didn't know at first, and like, uh, 
I had talked to him a couple of times, and they said that they had put me on the year schedule. And then uh, I talked to him after the year. I thought it was coming up, and I talked to him again. They're like, yeah, you haven't been filing for the last, like, three times and all this stuff. And so I had to put in, like, a notice with them and, like, file for – because they do, like, a $50 uh, late charge every single time that you miss it. And yeah. then it, it goes up if you don't. And so, like, yeah. I had a bunch of, like, debt on there, and I ended up talking them out of most of it. But, like, it's – and they won't even tell you. Right. Yeah, they'll no, just there's keep racking like, it up. There's no – yeah, even all the business books, there's not like a step by step guide. Like even whenever you follow your LLC, you just get like spammed with also so many emails that you're not even paying attention to half of them. Right, dude. Yeah, and they start sending and you all like, these well, like which books ones do I stuff? actually like legally need to have? Uh-huh. Because you've you just got ten different services that it's like, hey, you need this for your business. You need this for your business. It's like, well, what do I legally have to have for my business? Exactly. Yeah, and I'm you can bare pay bones right to now. Do that, but it's like. Yeah. Shit, man, I'm trying to I mean, cut costs here. Yeah, because I had my LLC filed away before I ever had any products or sales going. Yeah. And so they were like, well, why aren't you filing taxes? Like, I didn't make any sales. Not anything. Like, I'm, I just have it. And then they still <laughs> make you file it, though, so it's yeah. crazy, dude. Yeah, yeah so I was like, I don't know. What are you, what are you asking about? <laughs> what do you want from me, bro? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, I thought I just did it at the end of the year like most people. Right, so that's go what find I some too. random CPA and be like, hey, I also got to file all these. And he'd probably stare at me. What the fuck, man? <laughs> yeah, seriously, bro? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, there's so much little shit that goes into it, man. And, like, it's something that nobody talks about either. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think uh, probably finding, like, little groups that – groups of entrepreneurs that are doing the same shit as you that might be on the same schedule or with you. I'm sure there's, like, some podcast groups from people who are getting the ball rolling and figuring yeah. out what works and what doesn't. And if anything, it's just people that are on the same page as you or maybe a little bit ahead of you to give you that support. Yeah. Like, hey, I remember this. It sucked. Keep on pushing. Yeah. It'll be there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's one thing I'm kind of wondering if it's going to affect my taxes in any way because I am starting to get a little bit of, I mean, a little bit of revenue with it. And so I'm going to have to start filing that through the business part of it. And then I don't know if it goes into my personal tax too. And like, No, I'm, not unless you are – it just depends on how you pay yourself out. Right. Fuck. But if, I mean, if you leave it all in the business, it's all in the business. Okay, dope. Yeah, so I can just leave it there. Yeah, so if you are yeah. if you just use everything you made and buy more equipment or mm-hmm. buy a studio or something like that, then yeah. you're, I mean, it all goes back to the business, so it's, most of it's written off. Yeah, and that's what I try to do is, like, I don't, I don't really make much money. Even whenever I wrote the book and everything, like, it basically paid for itself to be done. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah, I mean, I know, like, I'm not taking anything out of it yet. Yeah. I'm just putting everything back into it, everything back into it. you got to do it, man. Yeah. Especially these, oh, my God, ordering is a fucking nightmare. What? And trying to stay, there's so much of a lead time for getting the product in. Oh, as yeah. A pair, and you have to have all the packaging done separately, so you do this from this source, and then you mm-hmm. get it packaged into the manufacturer, and they seal it and get the FDA regulations sent to you. But it's, you know... 8 to 12 weeks lead on it. So, I mean, if you have, like, a good month and all of a sudden things start clicking yeah. and you just sell everything, then you're just like, Out of product, man. Shit. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, Damn. it's got a lot of things to navigate there, but. Yeah, so once you start kind of, it's like, ooh, that was a good one. Sorry, guys. But uh, it's, I kind of, I always end up relating it back to, like, the bar. It's like you're trying to, like, keep up with your pars, you know, like whenever you're ordering, yeah. like, liquor and everything, and then. Uh, whenever you have like a lead time like that, that sounds just insane, dude. Yeah, I mean, if, 
if something stupid happens, like something you get a, a viral post on social mm-hmm. media and you get a whole bunch of orders or you do just phenomenal event. Yeah. Which should be a happy thing, but then you realize <laughs> that you're like, Oh fuck. Like totally everybody else of that orders off of the website now, like I don't have I gotta figure I it out like, do a pre sale. Yeah. I gotta do all kinds of stuff. Oh man. And, yeah. I mean nobody wants to go on there and click a pre sale for something they want like then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'll, then a lot of it's trying to figure out, you know, people that buy on the website is what makes them happy and what makes them actually purchase, mm-hmm. like how how to optimize that conversion rate whenever they hit the website, yeah, and try to reduce that bounce rate of them just leaving from yeah. seeing it. And then you have all these like uh, like keywords, the SEO, or yeah, whatever, I mean, and you can optimize stuff, your SEO like, and get your metadata going all right. But I mean, a lot of that I feel like it's just fixed with social media that's what i was thinking too yeah you can yeah social media is just an easy fix for a very complex solution of seo in my opinion yeah instead of having google push you you right push yourself through that yeah it's like trying to find the right algorithms and keywords to get featured on every single front page of google it's just stupid it's so stupid and google's weird man like i can't find anything on google nowadays dude yeah you got to be very specific, yeah. And then you'll see the ad for what you typed it in for, but the actual links right below it. And you're like, well, no shit. And then like you kind of you kind of got to wonder about the ad name. part yeah. of it too, you know? Yeah. yeah, I try to avoid clicking on the ads whenever I see that mm-hmm. because I know they're charging them for something that I specifically typed in for. Oh yeah. <laughs> so you know, it's like if I were to, you know, pay a bunch of Google ads for. Uh, putting the dino climbing company up there mm-hmm. but then somebody goes up there and types in the dino climbing company like, yeah what the fuck did you expect to pop up right yeah right. it's gonna be it's gonna be me mm-hmm. it's gonna be the we company shouldn't have to like, do this part yeah. why do i have to pay google at like 10 cents for yeah, you already extra. looking for something mm-hmm. yeah it's so weird dude yeah <laughs> and one thing dude i i will continue to bitch about this until they fix it um they don't autocorrect whenever you type into google have you ever noticed that um, yeah, it gives you the, would you also like the search below? Yeah. Yeah. Well, like whenever you're just typing in, like whenever you're writing a text to somebody, like it'll like pop up the word that you kind of want. So yeah. Kind of half ass it, but it will not do it on Google. Yeah. Absolutely won't. And it drives me crazy. I know it's like, it's a dumb thing to bitch about, but I will continue to do it. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I, I just feel like, I mean, social media is very volatile. Like they change one algorithm algorithm and everything's different, but yeah. Just being on there and having the presence, like, I'm even as low as your following count is or as high as they are, mm-hmm. you have that person's ear and that person's attention for every single fucking post you do. Yeah. I mean, it's something that we've I like never had before. Man. Yeah. yeah. I like, I like my little group. And also, like, uh, I've been in a couple of different, like, business groups. I kind of hopped into them trying to figure things out whenever I first started. And, like, they were always bitching about the algorithms changing yeah. and, like, it's, I mean, cause they're not building it for for you. Yeah, you I know? mean, you pay somebody so much money to like run your ads for the most part on most businesses, and then they change one thing from some little loophole that they found. I mean, it's like something as stupid as like your hashtags on like Instagram or Facebook or whatever or mm-hmm. TikTok, and it's like, oh, well, this hashtag isn't working anymore, so we've got to switch over to this. And it's like, I don't know, it's just fucking dumb. It's dumb, dude. Like, it's it some, really it's is, something yeah. that I never even like considered with starting a business, but it's a free aspect. I've uh, I've compared it to. You know, it's like being in an event every single day and I can just go search for different gym pages and it's like shaking a thousand people's hands every yeah. single day. And I mean, this it's unbeatable. Yeah, absolutely, dude. Yeah. yeah. 
Have you uh, have you started doing uh, retail at all? No, that's the reason we're keeping the cost down is the direct consumer model. I'm right, right, yeah. Uh, I'm toying around with the idea of going wholesale only mm-hmm. to climbing gyms. Right on. So yeah. it's kind of like supporting the local businesses, and also you get your face out there every single time that somebody walks in a gym door, like you get a little stand or something. That's what's up. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, but it does kind of. Yeah, it might be something to look at eventually, yeah. but I think what you're doing right now with the just straight up, it's almost like, like you're saying, like whenever people order, it's kind of like they get a little handshake from you. Like I yeah. saw the box that you sent whenever uh, my buddy ordered it, and like it had a little like a little thank you note and everything. It was really, it seemed really personal. Dude. Yeah, no, one, uh, as far as business aspects go, uh, I, th- I think it was uh, Reed Hoffman who's got a saying of uh, do the unscalable mm-hmm. on every single aspect, so... And I know it's completely ridiculous for me to write, like, a thank you card and write my name on every single one that comes out. Yeah. But, I don't know, it makes makes a difference to some people. Yeah, and I've signed every single book that I've wrote, and yeah. I feel good about that, dude. Yeah, like, they see it, and they're like, oh, there's a, there's a person who packaged this up. Yeah, right, yeah. Because, I mean, you, you said earlier that it looks like we've been around for a while, and I've tried hard to make it look that way right but dude it's just me yeah sometimes i'm like oh support the small business mm-hmm. and they're like oh this is a small business like the fuck it isn't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like nobody's getting paid all this thing and it's just me yeah so. oh man yeah that's wild dude yeah because it really does it looks very professional i'll give you that dude like it's, well, thank you i've yeah. try. i think uh all the prep for bringing it to market is actually paid off but mm-hmm. Yeah, because you said you took your time with it. Kind yeah. Of, yeah. I mean, yeah, if I had my way, I would have, if I really had my way, I would have launched in 2020 when I wanted to. But, I yeah. mean, I'd still be stumbling and tripping, which I still do. Of course, right. Because, I mean, you just never think, unless you've done this before, there's nothing to prepare you for it, really. It, dude, so many little things just pop up all the time, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> so you had, you were going to launch in 2020, you say? I mean, that's whenever I, like, when you had the idea and actually started working on stuff, I actually doing my research and figuring out what ingredients I wanted and how those ingredients react together and what they benefit you from or how they benefit you. Did you do, um, how did you get like the dietary knowledge? Dude, fucking reading. Oh, right on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, like no prior knowledge other than I was always the dork and like GNC reading the back of the label, like wondering what these things are. Right. And I'd go research them like, Mm-hmm. go find a book or call one of my buddies that maybe knew a little bit more than me right on yeah and so just going from there and then after that you know working with some engineers from different companies i mean everything i do like i said it's just me with dino but i outsource a lot of stuff yeah so a lot of stuff on the website is i hire out a lot of stuff for i mean obviously packaging and stuff like that it goes i try to do as much as i can and then um some of the formulations i just I don't know what the hell I'm looking at. So yeah. I I explained to somebody who's knowledgeable and who I can hire out and be like, this is what I want the effect to be. Yeah. What are my natural options here? Oh, right on. Yeah. yeah. Dude, I might have somebody that you need to talk to, honestly. Oh, yeah, let me know because I need lots of help. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we all do, man. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Kristen works at that apothecary over in uh, – oh, shit, I just had it, dude. Damn it. Uh, it's Roots Roots Apothecary, but so they do, like, uh, the the first time that I had learned about neurotropics was through, like, their cacao powder and all that stuff that mm-hmm. they make, yeah. and uh, not long after that, you came along, and I saw, like, 
you were having kind of the same ideas and yeah. like uh I think that might be something that y'all y'all could yeah. definitely talk about. I actually showed him your your stuff and he said it's like as far as he like it looks really really good, man. Nice. Yeah. So I've I've, I've done a little bit of research on this stuff, man. No, I I absolutely love hearing feedback from somebody who's been using it like Man, I love this. It's like, yeah. Yes, thank it's you. Awesome, dude. It's yeah. not just me. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I was using this for you know a year before it actually came to market, mm. and we would just have it at the house. It's like, oh, man, it's so much better than the other stuff I'm buying because I was you know I'd always have different stuff I was trying out. Yeah, and I think that's something that um, might be that I think you need to get across. It's like it's something you could use every day, man. Yeah, like yeah. I mean that that's one thing that I'm trying to. I, I'm kicking myself in the ass for. The only reason I put the pre-workout for climbers on the label is because it like it was very vague about what the hell it was, and if yeah. I'm not there to explain it to somebody, maybe somebody will buy it on just being built for climbers. It's a little keyword kind of right. deal, yeah. And so once I started kind of realizing what I had here, mm-hmm. like what I had actually created, I was like, oh shit, like I'm going about this the wrong way. And once yeah. I started shifting that mindset and explaining it to people in that aspect, and they're like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. That makes more sense. Yeah. yeah. Interesting, yeah. So, at, at the very beginning, did you see it as you didn't see it as a pre workout? It was something that you were kind of taking. I mean, regular, I you know? I did see it as a pre workout, but some of the best pre workouts that I tried were stuff that I had read. It's like, oh, focus. I was like, well, what the hell makes you focus on here? And I'd do some more research there mm-hmm. and figure out what this ingredient was and how it affected you and what this ingredient was and what this vitamin is and why the hell do I feel itchy whenever this happens? And why is my face on fire? <laughs> you know what the itchy one is? What is that? It's vitamin B3. It's a niacin flush. Mm, okay. So whenever yeah. you have a shit ton of niacin in there, dude. it's where your skin <laughs> starts to crawl and it just feels, I don't know, it feels awful. That one messes me up, dude. I don't Some like that Some people like it, though. I don't know. Really? Yeah. Well, I, I think that goes back crazy. to what we were talking about earlier with if they feel it, then they think it's working. Right, yeah. So, I mean, even if... It's just straight sugar in there and vitamin B3. They fill the niacin flush, and they're just like, oh. Oh, yeah, this is good. Yeah, this is good. This is good. This shit works. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Really? And then it burns out in about 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. And you're asleep. Going awful. (laughs) Yeah, dude. (laughs) Yeah, and you've worked out super hard for 15 minutes, blew out your muscles, and then you're going to be sore as fuck the next day, dude. Yeah, no, I think the... uh, I think the supplements for the mind aspect is just now starting to take hold and starting to catch some traction. And I yeah. think he'll start doing very well. Mm-hmm. You know, there's been a lot of companies that had that in mind. Like a five air energy started off as a focus blend. Right. And they couldn't market it as focus. So whenever they put five hours of energy on there, then it just sold like hotcakes. Oh uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a, yeah, that's kind of a wild business story there. But that one. Interesting. Yeah. Is five hour energy. Do they have some of the, in, like better ingredients. I haven't even read what it was. I I just listened to some uh, interviews from the CEO and like what he wanted it to be oh, in the right beginning. On. Yeah, and so they like tried a bunch of different marketing aspects of it, and uh, the energy thing is the only thing that a little bit. The only thing that yeah that actually take hold took hold. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I I just wanted to make it as clean as natural as possible because I. I'm like terrified of how the shit that I eat and drink. <laughs> yeah. And then you got companies like right now there's some big, uh, like you know, companies that are filing bankruptcy because so many people did research on what the hell is actually in their drinks. And then yeah. none of it was in there. And mm-hmm. it's a whole bunch of just shady stuff. You're like, what yeah. The hell, so man? you don't want to be a part of that whole yeah. paradigm there. I mean, yeah, it's a kind of a 
tricky lane to navigate, I guess. But Oh, for sure, yeah. And it's anything that people are ingesting mm-hmm. is something. And like you were saying with, like, uh, you got to get through these regulations and stuff, yeah. too. Like you were talking about the FDA and everything. Like yeah. that's a whole aspect that I haven't had to worry about. And that yeah. sounds like a nightmare, dude. Yeah, a lot of people are surprised that I, we have to go through, like, FDA regulations to get this because they're like, well, how do I know this is this? Like, well, I mean, the FDA had to prove it. So yeah. it's, it's <laughs> at least – got that going for it but i mean i've done as much research as i can and i've hired enough people to like back me up on this because i'm definitely no doctor i'm no scientist yeah i'm just i just learn what i learn Mm -hmm. yeah you don't have to take my word on it yeah and i think it's been beneficial from that aspect of getting what i think is right out there yeah well that's good man yeah and so you feel good about your business yeah yeah because yeah i said i i just there's just so much weird shit out there. <laughs> dude, there's so much weird shit out there, dude. And that's one thing Kristen has really turned me on and, like, turned me off of a yeah. lot of stuff, dude. I like, mean, it's something as simple as, like, a fucking thing of mac and cheese. Yeah. It's like you think it's macaroni and cheese. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck could be wrong with this? Then and you then, see the label and it's, yeah. like, a full yeah. paragraph of shit that's Going in bad, there. But you're, like, heating up the plastic. And when you have the plastic, then the, yeah. all the thousand different... Everybody caught on to like BPA free, and they think BPA free just means that it's like good to go. But there's yeah. like, you know, a hundred other things that mm-hmm. fuck you up from the microplastics. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's in the air, man. It's in everything, dude. Yeah, like, dude. Uh, I mean, just being here in like DFW and LA and big cities, you're like breathing in brake dust powder. Dude, and, that drives me insane, dude. Yeah, like we'll have those days where it's like, uh, I don't remember what was it like an orange. Yeah, uh, it's a. Uh, uh, air pollution alert or something. Yeah, that sucks. Dude. I see those all damn time, especially during the summer. And I'm just like, why the fuck do I live here? Right. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's because you have all these like little opportunities, bro. It sucks because like you'd love to live out in the middle of nowhere, but yeah. it's like, the hell would you do all the time? You know. Oh, I'd be happy. Fun. I could be happy on the little little ranch. Fucking yeah. have some horses and yeah, I miss make it my kids go work. Yeah. I miss the stars for sure, dude. Yeah, that was. Man, I didn't realize how much light pollution affects until you go somewhere like in the middle of the fucking nowhere in Afghanistan. Oh, dude, even better. Where there's nothing out there. Mm -hmm. And you look up and you're like, holy fuck. (laughs) Dude, no wonder people believed in the gods back in the day, dude. Dude, no shit. People don't even know what the stars look like in the city. Mm -hmm. Tell somebody to find the Big Dipper and North Star and they're just like, you're talking about yeah (laughs) Yeah. you can hardly find saturn up there half the time i swear yeah or you couldn't even find the north star around here dude yeah it's it's wild and there's a lot of people that just they've never been outside of it yeah and it's sad i mean that was was, uh one thing that like almost a little side project for dino was trying to get people to go outside more and I, i i felt like if you were to be if you'd be healthy, you'd be more happy. And mm-hmm. if you were going outside more, then you'd be more healthy. And so it was just like Being this cascading effect. So, yeah, like, one of our uh, dinos little, I mean, we've got kind of like a couple sayings out there that yeah. I've been pushing, but, I mean, happy is healthy. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of people, once you are, you know, taking care of yourself or just like you don't have to be in a certain physique, you don't have to be a certain anything, but yeah. – like whenever you feel good about yourself and you're able to do stuff and like, you know, hell, just like run around the block real quick yeah. and not feel like you're going to fucking die. Mm. Or roll like, around <laughs> with your kid, you yeah. know, something like that. Yeah, it's, throw her up on your shoulders and walk around. Yeah, you know, you're just, you're just happier. And I didn't see a way that you could 
be outside and go climbing and not be happy and be healthy as yeah. well. So, or you at least be on that journey at some point. Mm-hmm. That's one thing I really want to get into is the outdoor climbing because I've only done, you know, over at Dino Rock over there. But or, I mean, it doesn't have to be climbing, like hiking, snowboarding, like just mm-hmm. getting the fuck outside, dude. Yeah. Well, so I'm from Arkansas. Like I've done hiking and everything. Dude, my Arkansas whole life. is beautiful. Yeah. It's You've got some awesome. of the best climbing out there, too. Yeah. So I grew up in, uh, in Mina, which is right at the base of, uh, of the, uh, what am I trying to say? The Ouachita Mountains, which is the only one that goes, uh, east and west. Mm hmm. And uh, so Mina is right on the bottom of Ridge Mountain. Like there's spots on there where, you know, you're hiking and then all of a sudden like you know that the uh, the trail goes up and around this ridge. But I'd be like, well, let's just go up this thing, you know. So I've done some climbing, you know, yeah. but I never really saw it as such. Mm-hmm. And like whenever they asked me or I went to Diner, they're like, have you ever climbed before? And I was like, uh, not technically, I guess, but, you know, kind of, yeah. you know. Dicked <laughs> around but never done anything like technical like, yeah, like oh no, this no, is no. the route that i need to take yeah <laughs> i've climbed up rocks before but i just didn't know like what i was doing <laughs> yeah i didn't know that that's what we were calling it dude yeah. yeah but that's it's just so much fun dude so have you experienced arkansas at all in that sense uh yeah i mean you've got horseshoe ranch out there which is fantastic yeah and there's just all kinds of little bouldering areas texas has a lot to offer too it's just oh, dude, a yeah. lot of private stuff that you gotta seek out and find that's one thing about dfw is like uh like you'll see a lot of um you'll see a lake or something like that and like you don't really have access to it yeah a lot of i mean even down like austin there's all kinds of stuff you've got enchanted rock and then you've got all kinds of like deep water soloing trips you go on mm-hmm. but uh i mean even here at dfw you've got uh, Lake Weatherford, you've got a penitentiary hollow that you can go top rope out. It's oh, super right short, like not very technical, but it's still, you know, something fun to go That's do. That's fun, dude. Yeah. 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 It's probably like perfect for me. Being, yeah. yeah. No, it, it's a, definitely a great like starting point if you haven't done anything or if you just want to do something for a day. Nice. Like, it doesn't yeah. have to be hard or fun or technical. It doesn't have to be hard or technical to be fun. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Just being out there, man. It's yeah. like the best part, dude. Sometimes just like hanging out at the crags, fun. Yeah, you know, the crag. What is that? Crag's just like slang for place where you go climb. Oh, right, yeah, on. Okay, yeah, like yeah. The, <laughs> yeah, the the climbing area. Yeah. Okay, cool, nice, dude. Yeah, huh. yeah, I definitely need to look into that for sure, dude. But uh, yeah, so the, the, I'm really kind of. I actually, I really like. There's a lot of really good energy in the climbing community. Yeah, and like just you and like my buddy Carlos and just everybody over at the gym and like I haven't been to Summit yet. What do you think about what do you think about that place? Uh, it's fantastic. That's I mean, it, yeah. they've got a lot of cool stuff out here. A couple of them are small bouldering gyms for like college communities, and then they've got some really awesome. Yeah. What safari. about that new one over here? Off the uh, Grapevine one. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they've got a, a lot of good lead walls, and they've got a good roof on there. So mm. a lot of uh, kind of push yourself kind of climbing. Interesting. So. Okay. Yeah, might have to check that out pretty soon, dude. Yeah. And they also got a good gym. They actually did that one right, where they put in like a legit workout facility right on yeah yeah so you've got like some bouldering gyms out here too like the uh the movement and uh Oso, mm. and they've got fantastic workout areas which yeah. i feel like a lot of the climbing gyms miss yeah because everybody's got their gym gym membership and then they've got their climbing gym membership yeah but if you could do both especially yeah. with you know they are fairly expensive yeah no it's definitely uh you you gotta want to do it to yeah, stay in, yeah. <laughs> for sure dude yeah as far as memberships go, you're like, man, that's, that's pretty pricey. Yeah, and so the way that me and Kristen do it is, like, we go with the baby, and, like, whenever, 
she climbs, I watch the baby, and then whenever I climb, she watches mm-hmm. the baby, and we kind of, yeah. we're trying to figure out an in-between now that she's walking a little bit and stuff, like, we'll take her up, like, upstairs, they have that cave, and, like, yeah. as long as she's not right under you, if one of you is, like, so, one of us will boulder for a second, and, like, you kind of have to take a break after each one, so, swap out, and go watch the baby, yeah. make sure she doesn't get under you whenever you go to hop off the wall and stuff, and, like, <laughs> we're kind of, we're honing in on it, man, it's been a long process, like, with the baby and everything, but, uh, that's one thing I want to get into as well. Is like whenever I go up there to just hit a little workout would be really nice. Too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that definitely helps. Yeah, for sure. Like yeah. I said most of my workouts have nothing to do with climbing, but yeah. I still feel it makes me happy. Absolutely, so. dude. Yeah, <laughs> dude. They have that core class up there at Dino. Yeah, and, dude. He's a psycho. Yeah, dude's an insane person. Have you tried it? No, I haven't. I've done some <laughs> of the climbing core classes, and those guys just yeah. Uh, it's crazy how much of the climbing actually is like. Um, there's a lot of core. In oh it. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's a huge aspect. If you of can it. control yourself while you're swinging, mm-hmm. like it's it, yeah. Because if you're just whipping out every single time that you do a dynamic movement or something, you're just you're your hands fall coming off, off of there, time. dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I fall off so many times because of that. So. Yeah, yeah, it drives me insane, dude. Because yeah, I always thought I was in pretty good shape, but this is. I mean, there's a thousand things you can do with it, but it's fun. Just like not know shit and just show up and do yeah. it. So I've been having a good time with it. Yeah. Man. yeah. <laughs> so, what is the future of Dino? That's what we need to ask here. And uh, like I said, I'd like to definitely expand all the supplements and just be the go-to for not only climbing but outdoor communities for what nutritional needs. Mm-hmm. And then, I don't know, I'd, I'd love to get into gear. I fucking love gear. Oh, yeah. Kind yeah. mm-hmm. so, of start designing your own stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd, I don't know what route I would go because there's, you know, starting to get plenty of competition. The little guys are starting to make a stand. Yeah. And, <laughs> you know, show that the, uh, the old, you know, like, the new designs are actually working out. And mm-hmm. so they're, I, I don't know. It, it'll come to me. It's just, I want it to be organic. Organic. Like, yeah. Like have your business, like, yeah. Yeah, you got to have like like establish what you've got going on, yeah. and then kind of expand from there. Like, I don't want to just come out with a shoe line for the sake of coming out with a fucking shoe line. I swear, yeah. You know, I want it to be if I come out with some shoes, it's because I'm like, why the hell have we not been doing this? The yeah, whole time? what's the difference? Yeah, here? same thing with you with like your your, your pre workout or your supplement yeah. ideas. Like, what can I do different that's better? You right. Know? Yeah. Yeah, it was the thing that I didn't know I needed until I started. Making it thinking for about it yeah. and you're like oh well this is perfect yeah that's wild dude yeah so you're trying to get into that so i think you're talking about like moving into this kind of more supplement idea and i think that's going to be awesome man really yeah. excited about that for you dude i mean you can just go so broad there because there's so much in it dude oh i honestly i just like starting to knocking away like the red bull market like i it bugs the fucking hell out of me whenever so red bull's always at you know climbing gyms like they do like DJing yeah. stuff for events and they'll be free, free Red Bulls, Bulls yeah. you know, everywhere. And I mean, that's cool. I like that they're getting involved with that community and stuff, but the amount of people like argue with me or like second guess what it is while they're drinking like their second Red Bull for the night. I'm like, <sighs> your heart is not thinking. Yeah. It's like, what do you got there? Just because it's like, you know, a, a ubiquitous drink since you've been like 10. Yeah. Doesn't mean it's beneficial for you. Like, you can do without the. The pageantry of Red Bull and yeah, the, uh, it's just like McDonald's been here forever and yeah. it's not great for you, yeah. you know. 
You leave a burger under your seat for a month and <laughs> go back to it, and it looks the same as they yeah. bought it. Wouldn't recommend eating it, but it might look yeah. like you could. You yeah. Know? Yeah. I wouldn't recommend eating it in the first place. I swear, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's one thing, like. And it's not even that Kristen ruined it for me or anything. Like, I already knew, but it's, like, then, like, she just kind of solidified it for me. And, yeah. like, now that I'm kind of looking at things in that light, like, it's just the world's kind of kind of fucked up, you know, yeah. in that sense. Man. You know, that's one thing that I hope that we start to move more towards, like, the European aspect. It's weird of what is banned in European foods and all the European countries. That you that can have like, here. That you're gonna have here, and it's like free reign, yeah. And they banned it because it's so fucked up for you. It's so bad for you. Yeah. Like half of the stuff, like literally, causes cancer. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's so many damn preservatives and stuff. It's like, hey, this shit lasts on the shelf for twelve years. Yeah, dude. Uh, I can't be good. Yeah, and they're. Uh, I think Kristen, or I think it was Kristen that was telling me, and it's like what they say is, um, there's not enough in each food. That it's harmful to you, but it's in every single thing that right. you eat, so it kind of adds so up. So just know, because, you know, the mac and cheese and you eat every other mac and cheese with the Big Mac, and yeah. then you have the whatever the you have for dinner. And and, yeah. 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 It's kind of crazy to read stuff about microplastics and how it's in That's everything. That's really bad, dude. Yeah. You like a credit card worth of plastic every, I think, year or something like that. Jeez, yeah. And one thing. Uh, Getting in your blood now. Dude, uh, there's a huge thing about um, phthalates, like, making us infertile. Yeah. You, know? you heard about that? Yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah. And uh, one of the biggest, um, this is a little PSA for everybody, one of the biggest sources of uh, microplastics and phthalates in your house is your shower curtain. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that. Yeah, that's a huge one. But uh, we have a cotton one now. But you, how would you ingest that, though? Just from, like, being in a steamy room? Yeah, just being around it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just plastic being around apparently is just awful for you. Really? Yeah. I thought it was mostly from like cooking and drinking and stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, just coming into contact with it, I guess. I don't know. This was this was another. Yeah, they're talking things. about the same shit with like nonstick pans. Like everybody wants their eggs not to stick to something. And yeah, that's apparently fucking you up too. <laughs> oh no, dude. Oh, that sucks because I I do love good nonstick pan. Yeah, dude, it's like one of the most satisfying feelings is you like when you flip an egg, egg over and it's not sticking. You're like, hell yeah, it was yeah. perfect egg. Now it's like, oh fuck, it's killing me. I fucking made a way <laughs> to make that bad, dude. Come on, guys. But yeah. the they marketed it correctly. Yeah, we're all with it somehow. Well, Damn it! It's just so ingrained in us, though. Yeah. Anything so convenient is going to be bad for you in some yeah. way, dude. It sucks. This is why we can't have nice things, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but so uh, before we go, I do want to ask, how do the people get a hold of you? We need all of your plug, everything that you got. All right. So like I said, we're a direct consumer, so the only place you can find us is if we show up at a climbing gym or an event. Mm-hmm. Like do you have got, any of those coming up? Yeah. We've been uh, making the rounds with uh, – we're doing uh, stuff with uh, Evolve Shoes and uh, Sin Climbing, and they do, like, badass knee bar pads and stuff for climbing. Nice. And then uh, uh, J Tree Life, they do, like, bombs and stuff for your hands. Mm-hmm. And they've got a group of guys that we've been cruising around with the different gyms and setting up. But then we also uh, – uh, we've got a big climbing clinic coming up in uh, Joshua Tree this year called Climb Smart. It's nice. Friends of Joshua Trees. It's one of those, uh, like, grassroots organizations trying to better climbing communities. And Joshua Tree in California has got, like – best areas for any kind of climbing Mm -hmm. so we'll be out there in december but the only place you can find dinos like i said one of those events are on our website because that's how we can actually 
sell it to you for not one hundred and twenty fucking dollars. Yeah. So yeah. So this is the DinoCompany.com. Yeah. Dino and this company. is D Y N O. Yeah. Can yeah. you explain what that means? So Dino is climber slang for a dynamic movement. Uh-huh. So anything static movement is where you have pretty much all four or both hands, both feet on something. You reach up and. You just slowly go. Dynamic is whenever you, uh, a dyno is whenever you jump for it, you really go for it. And whenever you're committed, you're either going and you're fucking busting your ass. Yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of appropriate for the business to be dyno. It's like, it's kind of my shot in the dark of, yeah. or going for it. And, uh, Jumping if it doesn't work, out. then we're, uh, <laughs> we're you don't eating, catch that grip up there, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, it worked out well. That's awesome. So dinocompany.com and then... Uh, yeah, and then we're in Dino Company on Instagram and uh, yes. just trying to work up uh, the Facebook and uh, you uh, TikTok. You Twitter and, at all and all that? No, haven't yet. I need to, but it's just know. so... It's Oh, my God. It's all such a drain. Like were Instagram's you a, were busy you a big social media guy before all this? No, I, I deleted all my stuff. And I, I had a, somebody make a Facebook for me in high school. Mm. Like, they talked me into making and they... Did it, yeah. And I deleted it. <laughs> kind of half-ass used it. A few yeah, years no. later, and I didn't have anything until mm-hmm. probably like a year ago. And I was like, "Ah, oh, shit! I got to make this." Again. You have to do it, dude. Yeah, it's one of the. It's another one of those things that comes up about business that you yeah. got to be a part of. Yeah. No, it's it, you're just making it so much harder on yourself if you're not there. Definitely, dude. Yeah, and like you were saying, I liked your idea of like it's like shaking a thousand hands a day, dude. Yeah, like, yeah. Especially if you're actually outgoing on it and you know yeah. like you're actually reaching out yeah to that's people. one thing i need to do is i've been very ambiguous about being involved with it mm-hmm. being involved with dino for the most part i've been kind of kind of behind the scenes but i'm the only person so i've been trying to work out you know somebody to be the face of it i don't know i'm I, i'm going to be more involved here soon and get more information out about dino and what we're about and how we can improve your lives yeah that's awesome <laughs> yeah. man yeah. that's my game plan anyway yeah so there's big things coming up, man. Hope so. Yeah. 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 Like you said, it's a young company still trying to figure everything out, you know, and like, I think you have the ideas though, man. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And so you have beta out, you got some merch going on. If you want to go to the dinocompany.com, definitely use that code OSTEN. That's O-S-T-E-N. Take that 15% off and get you some of this stuff, man. It's, it is really good stuff actually. Yeah. Yeah. Check it out, and then uh, you can go to the website and plug in your email address, and we'll uh, let you know whenever we're coming out new stuff, and hopefully we have samples to send out and all that kind of good shit in the future. That's going to be awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah, and catch them at some of these uh, these little events that they're doing. Uh, do you all do the Dino Rock? Um, do you all do that every month? Or? Oh, yeah, we've been going for the most part. We're, I don't think we're going to be able to make it this month, but, okay, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, you'll you'll catch them if you're out there climbing, man, and you'll probably run into them, and then. Yeah, just keep up with them, man, because they got some good ideas out here. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for having me on, man. Yeah, I appreciate you, Jim. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome, guys. We'll be out of here. You guys be good. We love you. Everybody take care, man. All right. What's up, everybody? Austin here. So I'm not sure if you guys follow my social media, mainly my Instagram, but if you do, you might have seen some recent posts with me doing some climbing. Turns out there's an indoor rock climbing place near where I live, and me and the lady Kristen have started going every week, uh, mainly on Wednesdays. So we've just been doing it for fun, but it's also it's pretty challenging, and you get like the aesthetics of exercising these muscle groups that you just don't usually hit in the gym. Plus, you meet some really cool people who climb in the process. So through climbing, I came across this awesome company called Dino. 
Dude, they have this one product, Beta, and I love the idea. It contains a two-in-one thermogenic nootropic with a boost of clean energy using 10 simple all-natural ingredients. Now, if you're not familiar, nootropics are supplements that boost your creativity, promote mental clarity, and give you intense focus. So I'll tell you right now, it takes a lot of energy and creativity to reach the top of those climbs, man. So one thing I like about this concept is it's not just for climbers. I honestly can't see why Dino's Beta wouldn't be perfect for any activity or adventure. Another thing that's cool is they're going to ship straight from their door to yours, meaning no annoying retail shop markup. And if you use the code OSTEN, that's O-S-T-E-N at checkout, you can take another 15% off. So go check these guys out. They're the Dino Climbing Company on Instagram or thedinocompany.com. Now back to the pod.